Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah. I never go nowhere, man. I never go nowhere. Traffic's bad out there, man. I'm saving wear and tear. I like conditioned air, man. I never go nowhere. I go upstairs, downstairs, backyard, lawn chairs, living room, bathroom, bedroom, furnace room, hot tub, cedar deck, pillow, fire, washer, dryer, pantry, patio, barter, romo, video, cold cellar, rec room, ping pong, mahjong, beer, count, wear, then speed dial order, and I ain't going nowhere, man, I ain't going nowhere. It's dangerous out there, man, might have been a big bomb scare. Hard to get off of this easy chair, I ain't going nowhere. I go online, DSL, Amazon, buy and sell, eBay, layaway, last bid, noon today, plasma, Judy, Judge, broadband, Matt, Drudge, J. Crew, BNN.com, CNN, JPEG, email, pop-up, Gmail, shower can, filter, spam, slime, bam, I think it's spam. I ain't going nowhere, man, never gonna go nowhere. It's a bungle jungle out there, man, some kid got mauled by a bear. Surround sound in my own lair, I ain't going nowhere. I got perimeter motion, doggy door mail, call people, Avon, wireless strobes on, pin code, keypad, relay, pepper spray, home base, interface, three zone, plug and play, infrared, photo cell, squad car, decibel, choppers up, sonic boom, activate the panic room. Wow! Shag a pony. Shag a pony. I'm David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in a hoover. Are you I'm on mad? I'm Zantac, Lipitor, Dysapam, Prevasted, Percocet, Levitra, Levaquin, Elevil, Fosamax, Plavex, Keflex, Next Day, FedEx, Zithromax, Avalox, Flexoril, Topamax, Prozac, Gadavin, Adderall, I take them all. I ain't going nowhere, man. Never gonna go nowhere. I'm cutting my own hair, man. Nothing I need out there. Outside sunny, but inside share. I ain't going nowhere. Coronavirus, we don't want it anymore. It's the coronavirus, take it away. It's the coronavirus, go away. I can't stand it anymore. Please go away. I can't forget the time I heard you say. It's the coronavirus, take it away. Oh, don't go outside anymore till it's gone. We don't want it anymore. It's the coronavirus. Take it away. We don't want it anymore. Please God, take it away. Please God, take it away. That first song was Rick Moranis, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to whoever it was who pointed me in the direction of that this weekend. And Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement to do... All right, it's another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. But, good evening, dear listener, the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, and somewhere about an hour away in that direction, who are you? Me, Catherine Boyle. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. There is there is a delay of about 0.35 seconds, but oh, I think okay. I can hear you. I think this works. And I think I think this will work, Catherine. Well, it's weird not being able to see your little face, though. It's a, it's a strange sensation talking into the ether, but my, we'll get used to it, I my guess. My little tushy cheeks. 
I got lovely little chushy cheeks. I tell you what, Catherine, there, there is a slight delay. And, and dear listener, stick with us. You will find it irritating, and then you will not notice it at all. Why don't you, as you can't see the screen, why don't you throw to our first caller, Catherine, have a guess who it is? I'm going to put a wild stab in the dark. Uh, I'm thinking, hmm, is that you, Alan Caddick? Hi, boss. Yay! Alan Caddick, he's first for the week! Alan Caddick, you've got some cheek! Alan Caddick, talking to the guys and the girls on Talk Radio! Well, week two of lockdown. And how are you finding it, Alan? Have you killed anybody yet? Have you tasted human flesh? Well, there's been some Tempest Friday over the last week between me and my dad. Go on. Well, there were minor skirmishes. Oh. Nothing well, major at And by the way, if we could just turn Catherine up a fair bit, people are saying I'm a little bit louder. What happened, Alan? Well, I've been doing the old Joe Pasquale song again on my dad's nerves. Oh, don't okay. do that. That's fighting talk. What, singing the old Joe Pasquale song? Yes. Well, yeah, just annoying your annoying your dad. You know, you, 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 well, he started it by winding me up about Dominic coming. He said, "What time is he coming?" Oh God! I was being serious, and he would wind me up about it. Um, anyway, well, another one of my brothers has stepped to the floor to floor today. Another one of your bummers has done what? He stepped up to the mark. Because me and my mum and dad are in lockdown at the moment. And my third eldest brother, Paul, he'd done my shopping for us today. Aye, yeah, Did he actually go to an actual shop? He went to Aldi's. That's an actual shop. Hmm. We, we posted the list on Facebook Messenger. And he went and got the shopping today. And he delivered it to our front door. Well, that's good news. That's very kind of him to uh, do that. That shows that he's a great guy. And um, did you wipe it down guys. with disinfect? I'm talking! Sorry, Sorry, I've got cabin fever, Alan. I've got cabin fever. Did we you wipe it down with we disinfectant? We all have. Yes. Did you wipe it down with disinfectant? Yes, I did. We, we got these industrial wipes. Which that's, we got on Amazon. The way. That's, what, that's what you got to do. I bought. I'm, I managed to get um, a dozen eggs today. It wasn't a dozen. It was three half dozens. It was 18 eggs. Um, and I am keeping 12 of those eggs for myself because my boys are coming Wednesday. They like eggs. Um, and then I took six of the eggs to lovely Betty next door and I wiped the packet down with um, wipes. That's the world we are living in, where if I'm giving an old lady eggs, I've got to wipe the packet down with disinfectant. Talking of eggs, have you heard what the government's trying to do? They're trying to ban these stories because they're non-essential. Well, that's no, not exactly not. the story, is it? <laughs> well, Go on, Catherine, educate the man, please. Well, the story is some supermarkets have been restricting the number of Easter eggs people can have, um, but because they're non-essential non items like bread, milk, eggs, etc., then there shouldn't be such restrictions is the argument. So it's really about the rules as the supermarkets are impl implementing them. 
But this is a government. You're all idiots. Anyway. You're all. You're all. You're all idiots because you should have done what I did when I saw saw this was happening and, and it, we, things were just starting to get a little bit tighter. I was in Tesco buying some rations before it kicked off properly, and I grabbed a load of Easter eggs, thinking. My always thoughts thinking, are my my kids don't know what day it is. Are they going to know it's Easter? Well, this Saturday, it should have been the Grand National at Aintree, but now we've got a virtual Grand National on ITV at 5 o'clock. Oh, well, how do you do a virtual Grand National? It's all with computer algorithms and all that. Do you virtually <laughs> shoot horses? It's all computerised horses and computerised fences. I mean, with CGI technology, we'll... it makes it feel like you're actually there at Aintree. Do you know what? I would watch that. I don't like the Grand National. I think it, I don't like horse racing. I think it's cruel. I think the Grand National is particularly vicious. Um, um, but if it, if it was all done like a computer game, I'd be well up for that. Will some of the computer jockeys be cocaine addicts? No. If you want to watch it, it's 5 o'clock ITV on Saturday. <laughs> oh, I'm busy then. I'm masturbating. Uh, oh, my I'm not, God. I, do you know what? I, watch I, it, Ian. No, I know. No. No, 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 no. Serious, serious point. I, I made a joke there about, about um, self-love. A serious point. I, I've, I've really... Str uh, by the way, thank you very much, Alan. 0344 499 That was a joke. But you a sure you don't want to keep him on for this? Because no it could interest. help. No, no, no. I, uh, the, last week I was blessed, right? I had three really up days. I was happy. I was actually happy. I was having a lot of fun. was enjoying myself. Um, and then just over the weekend... Over Saturday, I just kind of found myself dipping and to the point where I was trying to find a, a, a cable to connect my PlayStation to the internet and I burst into tears. It was mm. awful. And I, I made a, a, a flippant joke about masturbation, but actually um, it, it, it does bear kind of something. I have no interest in that, no interest in sex, no interest. I'm finding it very hard to get motivated to do anything, right? I'm making myself have a shower. There was one day last week I didn't have a shower. I'm making myself have a shower or a bath. I'm forcing myself to brush my teeth. I'm, I'm really bullying myself into getting dressed every day. But beyond that, um, I'm struggling to make meals. I'm struggling to have, you know, to, to, to touch myself. I'm, str I'm struggling to, to have any energy to do anything. Do you know what I mean, Kath? I know exactly what you mean. I was in the same onesie from Friday till, well, this morning. Disgusting. Horrible. Yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't make me feel any better. I just didn't have any drive over the weekend to get changed. What's the point if you're going nowhere? Oh. It but is weird. And, I, I um, know what you mean. I've got to keep going. I've got to get up and I've got to have some sort of routine and I've got to keep looking after myself because otherwise I'm going to end up like the wild the woman key. of Borneo. So many people have told me the routine is key. But the problem, I guess, with people like you and I is... We don't really have much of a routine anyway. Because, I mean, it's slightly different for you. You live with your kids, but I, I don't. And my routine is kind of get up, play video games, then drive to work at 7 o'clock. Mm. Um, so I've, to make a routine now would feel unnatural because I don't normally have a routine. Well, here's the thing. My proper getting dressed routine involves going to work because we work late. You yeah. know, I'll get yeah. up, um, take the kids to school normally, get back in bed and then scruff around till, I don't know, three o'clock when I get changed properly, ready for work so I can pick the kids up and, you know, my day begins then. But without mm. that punctuation in the day, what's the point? Mm. It's but weird. I can't live uh, like so this. I've got to get a new routine. 
I was down at the weekend and I've kind of gone back up slowly today. I'm, I'm blessed. I had a session with my therapist. I got to speak to my kids, got to play some video games with some friends. Oh, by the way, I got eggs. I know where to get eggs from. Don't say chickens, Catherine. <laughs> I was resisting. <laughs> I know you, you are. Tell us I'll you, tell you where in a bit. you share it with the group? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I don't know if I want to give away my trade secret. Maybe I will. But the, the phones are going crazy, so we'll take some phone calls in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, we're doing it slightly differently tonight. Catherine and I have grown up, and and, and we're trying uh, with me in my house. You can see me on my YouTube channel. Catherine is in her house. Um, and a uh, boy, Catherine. It's lucky you're there because one of the cats has just done something that y you can taste. Um, and we'll see how it goes. It might sound a little bit different. There's ever such a slight delay. I'm really noticing it. I'm guessing you are as well, Kath. But hopefully, dear yeah. listener, you won't be too aware of it. Um, we've got Anthony, John, Lavinia, Dan, Alistair all coming up after this break. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1,000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hello, John. Sorry, say that again. Hello, I'll say good evening. Good evening, John. There's just ever such a slight delay on the line, but I won't keep going on about it. What you got for us tonight? Right, uh, I just want to know, uh, we're in lockdown, yeah? And I want to know yes. why the government is still letting aeroplanes come into our country without being checked. And using our public <sighs> transport. Why do you want to know, you know that? Sure, like we're in lockdown, and they let people yes. come in, you know, from all over the hotspots around the world. The but why do you care about that? Soon, is it? No, but why? Why do you care about that? What, how's your family? How's your house? How are your pets? How are your kids? Lovely. We're, how's your uh, neighbour? We're doing what the government tells us: stay in our houses, apart Good. from just going to the shop. When we need to. Well, good. Well, then, then don't get angry. Don't get angry about the aeroplanes. Let them sort that out. Well, they, well, like you know, what I mean, what can you say? Though, like you know, they're letting, they're still letting well, the planes nothing. in. Nothing. Nothing. Th yeah, that that it's obviously that's obviously wrong. But worry about the people that live next door to you. Worry about the people in your house. Oh yeah, like uh, I do. Like that, you know, like we're in lockdown. Well, then that's like, great. Well, then don't worry. John, there's so much to worry about. Don't worry about the aeroplanes. It doesn't it? It won't affect you directly. Don't worry about the aeroplanes. Let them sort that out. Okay then. Beautiful. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go <laughs> to Dan. Sorted. Good evening, Dan. That was that was quite quite straightforward. I know what he means. It seems crazy, but also, yeah. Kath, it seems no point in getting so het up about it. No, no, no. You got to control the controllables. The rest of it is just maddening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say hello to Dan, Catherine. Go on. Hello, Dan. Hello, Kath. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> We're all right. What's going on with you? Um, one of my relatives has died recently. Uh, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Day. Um, but it, it's not a sad moment. It, it was his time. Um, and uh, obviously, because of the current state of things at the moment, um... You know, you can't really be... Well, he's going to be cremated anyway, but uh, we can't really get together. But the good thing about cremation is it can be safe... Well, it can be cremated and the ashes can be saved to later. So um, we're going to come together uh, at some time in the future. 
and uh, scatter the ashes. And um, I was thinking of um, a nice way of doing it. So uh, we're all going to come together to um, spread the ashes. And, and uh, I think I'm going to tell everyone we're going to uh, sing a song um, when we do it. But I'm going to surprise everyone by uh, hiring a, a guitarist or a pianist, a keyboard player, to uh, arrive at the same time so that we can do it with a, a, like autistic accompaniment. An autistic accompaniment? Did I get that right? You know, with a, with a guitar, not an electric guitar. An acoustic, acoustic accompaniment? Yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. yeah. Right. I just, it, it would go down really well. Um, the, the guy in question... Depends what the was, song is. Yeah, well, the guy in question is a bit of a black sheep of the, back, black sheep of the family. Um, Why do a, I get the feeling we're building up to a really weak gag, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he has schizophrenia, schizophrenia through his life. Um, and, and okay, thanks very much for your... Dan, Dan I just, what, are we building up to a really weak crap no, gag? I'm just wondering what you, you can bail out now, Dan. There's no shame in it. No, there's no gag, there's no gag. Um, I was thinking of a really good song thing would be Beatles, um, Blackbird. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know what music you... I don't, I, I don't know what music you like or the deceased person like, but also, when are you doing this? Because you're not allowed to gather. Yes, I know. So, well, the thing with the cremation, you can save ashes still. Dan, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks very much for your call, Dan. Thanks for your call, 0344. <laughs> Four nine nine one thousand. Was that just so we could get in a gag about autistic instead of acoustic? Was that what that was? I don't know. I mean, he managed to get autistic and um, what was the other one? Schizophrenic in there. It seems a little strange. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, let here we go. Here we go. Let's 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 get a sensible caller on, shall we? And just reset, re refresh our palettes. Good evening, Lavinia. <laughs> Good evening, my lovely. My lovely bunnies. How are you, Ian? Yeah, yes. Here's the thing, right? Here's what... Here, we need... Shut up. We need help from the callers tonight, okay? Because right. when we do the show from my house... There's a tiny delay, which is why some people okay. were saying last week, stop talking over the callers. It's partly because of the, d the delay. But now, Catherine, I'm in my house, and Kath is in her house, so there's now right. a delay between me and Kath. So okay. neither of us quite knows, shut up, when to speak. <laughs> so when we get you on as a caller, this is to Anthony, this is to Marie, this is to everybody calling up. We want this to run as smoothly as possible. So when we get you on and go... Hello, Lavinia. You've got to go straight into the call. I don't want any of this. How are you doing? Because I tell you how we're doing. Really crap. There's a global pandemic that's killing people and we're in lockdown. So don't let any right. of that. When I say hello, caller, you go straight into it. Let's try it. Ooh. Let's try it. Hello, hello my Lavinia. Hi, my lovely bunnies. I uh, really missed you, both of you. And I want... And I want to give you some uh, positive feedback. Uh, there is a lot of doom and gloom out there. I can hear it, I can see it, and I can feel it. But I'm going to tell you now, what we need to do is start using our wonderful minds. 
We do have a powerful brain, and this is the this is the time that we need to start using it instead of using our computer or our iPhones, whatever. We need to use our powerful brains uh, to be more creative and more loving and more kind uh, uh, to one another, Ian. Now, what I'd like to say this, my darlings, can I just sing you a most beautiful song that's been going in my mind uh, for the last couple of days? Everybody must know this song. One, two, three... One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. All I'm going to say to you, all you lovely listeners, that I love you, I love you, and I miss you. And just take it from me. Don't panic. Just go with it and just embrace it and love it. Because that's the way we will all get through it. Do not worry. In there. Uh, Catherine's there. I'm here. We're all there. We've got the radio. This is the one and only wonderful frequency that we can all uh, tune in, not only with our minds, uh, but with our hearts. Okay. The the song, the tune kind of dropped about a third of the way into the song, and it, it seemed to become a rant as opposed to a song. <laughs> Well, can I just say something, Ian? It's about potatoes. I've been offered... <laughs> I've been offered, Ian and Catherine, a wonderful um, 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 a present, right? And this was over potato? the phone. Potato? Is it a potato? I'd love yes, a potato. Yes, and they kept phoning my phone, saying, leaving messages, Lavinia, we have a couple of potatoes waiting here for you. Not a sack of potatoes or a bag of potatoes or a, no, a kilo of potatoes. Just a couple. Just a couple of spuds. And I thought, yeah. am I going crazy? Yeah. No. Then I ignored it, no, Ian, no. thinking the whole world has gone crazy, but that's it. We have to think uh, crazy to understand this world. Right? So what happened? Out the blue, they phoned up by this time. They had me on the phone. I answered the phone. And they said, oh, hi, Lavinia. We have something for you, waiting for you. And I thought, oh, my Two God, potatoes. please, I'm not. I can't handle this. And they said, we have a couple of potatoes for you. And I said, yes. Are you going to come and pick them up? And I said, thank yes. you, but no thank you. Ooh, and then I okay. kept thinking, God, I should have sung that wonderful song. One potato, okay. two potatoes, three potatoes more. <laughs> too many. Five potatoes, too six potatoes, seven potatoes more. But I'll never. Oh, so three, now, four, four, <laughs> four. Thank you, Lavinia. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Anyone, Kath? Any, any ideas? <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> I wouldn't turn my nose up at two potatoes. The echo was on her line. The echo Mm. was on her line. I was really listening. I've gone silent because I was was wondering if there was an echo on your line. But it seems to be, if we... Hang on a second. uh, Amy, can you just open um, Marie's line? But Marie, don't say anything. Hello? Don't, Marie, don't... No, Marie, don't say anything. I'm just testing something. So remain silent, please. 
No, it's just Alan and Lavinia had their bloody radios on, Muppets, driving me mad. <laughs> okay, Marie, hello, um, welcome to the show. What would you, you like to say? Can you hear me all right? Absolutely wonderfully, Marie. Okay, hello there. So, um, my call, hopefully I'm going to be able to keep it really brief. Um, basically, it's about the six feet distance um, when people are out and about. Um, they're okay yes. with that. I mean, if you're walking down the street and you're on the pavement, people tend to sort of move away and they keep the distance. But when people get to the supermarkets, um, the good thing, of course, is right now Tesco's and uh, Sainsbury's, they've introduced the uh, six-feet gap in terms of queuing yes. up. But once people get inside the supermarkets, they seem to forget the distance. Tell them to F off. <laughs> um, but the problem is that um, you, 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 you know, you, you, you <laughs> can't really do that. Thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you so, can. You um, can, but you can because this is such an important thing. I'm being slightly flippant, but you can. Mm -hmm. and, and I know it's difficult for some people. But if someone continually, or if someone got close to me, I would, mm -hmm. I would call them out for it. And I would be. And if I got close to someone without noticing, I would be extremely apologetic and would move away. And if someone mm -hmm. did it to me, I'd, I would call them out. I, I'm, I'm a six mm -hmm. foot four bloke. I'm aware it's slightly easier for me to do that, mm -hmm. but. Um, I, I, I think we are in a situation where you are allowed to say, could you just step yeah. back a bit, please? Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, you could potentially do that, but you don't really want to get into that sort of, you know, scenario too much. But why is it that people can queue up outside the supermarket? They can queue up when they are there to buy the food. I mean, when they get approaching the tills, but why can't they keep the distance um, when they are going between the aisles? So is this is this happened to you? Hello, Marie. Oh, Marie. Hello. She's got very distant. Marie. Because I, I I just had a feeling I, I I had a feeling that it wasn't it hadn't happened to her, and that it was really? just something she it happened heard to about. Me. That was the vibe I was getting. That's why I asked her. It happened to me, and there's supposed to be a one-way system in our local supermarket, yeah. but it's it went to pop pretty much straight away. I think because people have been queuing so long, they're just they're going to frenzy mode. It's <laughs> and, it's um, new, and it is mm. weird, and it will take a while to get to. And I think some shops. I haven't been to a shop since it happened, since they've introduced it. I've been very lucky. I did a big shop before, and I've got a shop coming tomorrow, um, but I will have to do it next week. Uh, and I yeah. think some shops are better at enforcing it. Um, than others and also uh, you know the people that are enforcing it are getting paid what eight quid an hour it's you know it's not their suddenly yeah. it's become their job to to be the police yeah and they're not very popular as a result of it I've, heard, I've been speaking to a number of people that work in the local Tesco you know my mother-in-law used to work there so you know I've, I've always been quite chatty with them and they get an awful lot of uh, abuse apparently it's calmed down a bit now since people have become more familiar with the rules but uh they said that they get treated like sort of prison guards and uh, here's, that's here's not what, what they signed I up for. Say, dear listener, here's what I want to say. I've been on... Um, uh, George, will you stop messing around, please? Dear God, these cats are getting right on my nerves. I, I kicked all of the cats out of the bedroom last night because I, I woke up and I could hear... 
And I turned the light on and Patty, one of the babies, was sat in the corner with a mouse, a dead mouse in her mouth. And I thought, well, I could leave her there, but I know at some point she will jump up on the bed with the dead mouse. All of the cats out, out, out of the bedroom, out, kicked them all out. Getting right on, right on my nerves. And now I forgot the point <laughs> I was going to make. So let's listen to an advert from one of our colleagues. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, four. What was I going to say? I have a point I was going to make, Catherine, but I can't. You're talking about supermarkets, and you said, I, I've, I've come to realise that, dot, 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 and then it went. Mm, it was a good point as well. It would have made sense of all of this, and we would have all danced with glee and with joy. But sadly, I can't remember. Oh, I'll tell you where to get eggs from, right? And this is, this is my little secret I'm sharing with you. Eggs, bread... Milk, although they've got plenty of milk in the supermarkets now, I think. Um, and I think I even saw some toilet rolls in there today, but I didn't need Ooh. any. And poppers. The station. And yes. poppers, yes. <laughs> the petrol station. Well, one, one of my local garages sells poppers, which is the weirdest, weirdest thing. I've never asked him why, but um, they uh, the eggs. I went and got eggs. I went and got eight. Uh, the last three packets of eggs, two for me. Oh, you're being greedy. No, I'm not. I've got my boys coming for a week and they're going to eat eggs. And I got six for um, Betty next door because I, uh, I'm part of this shop that is being delivered to me tomorrow is for her. And she wanted eggs and, and, and they haven't got any eggs. So I was uh, I felt thrilled. And I said to the guy today, oh, you've got eggs. He said, yeah, do you want more? I said, no, 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 this is great. He said, oh, I've got loads more coming tomorrow if you want them. Beautiful. Ooh. And also in the Petty Station, there's no limit on what you can buy. You can buy as many as you want. I bought I bought five tubs of Pringles. What? Yeah. Wow. Five tubs of Pringles. But, and also, I bought loads of soft drinks. Yeah, and you won't have to like worry about there being too many people in there because there's only ever a couple. Yeah, at a time, and one guy came in when I was in there and I, we, you know, we both did a very strange balletic dance where I sort of, <laughs> he went close to the sweet aisle and I went round the long way and it was, you know, we, we all survived and it was weird and it was fine and... Um, yeah, uh, let's confuse yeah. Amy. Let's go to Marie. Hello. Hey, Marie. Hello. Was that Hello. were we just talking I to you? I, I don't know what happened there. I just uh, fell off the line, but I'm back on. Um, I was wondering okay, so has know, this happened um, to you? Has this happened to you in the supermarket? It, it has happened to me, and I okay. end up standing sort of in the corner waiting to create a gap. Sometimes people, you know, people can come from all different directions when you're in a supermarket. You can't really know or you can't sort of, um, you know, um, look out uh, to create the distance. So my point is that, you know, people should just get used to the idea and just create that six feet gap. It's not so hard. You just... It's new. It's it's new though. It's new. Some people are impatient, and some people are arrogant, and some people are ignorant, and they don't give a stuff about you, and that's a shame. I think most people do care about you, um, uh, but it's it's new, and uh, you you know, I I was um, where was I the other day? Oh, when I took the cats to the vets, and thinking back, I thought, oh, I was standing too close to her. Uh, and mm. I did, she made a real point of, of stepping away from me. And it wasn't mm. until I got home, I went, oh, no. Oh, I'm an idiot. Of course, I'm supposed to. I, I, oh. It's new. You know, it's new. And I think we'll I know, get it. I think we'll, I think we'll have to get it because this is going to go on for a year. It, it is new. But the thing is, my point is when people know 
when they're standing outside a supermarket, they have to stand six feet apart. <clears throat> so it's not that the moment they step mm-hmm. inside the shop, they are all of a sudden, you know, without, you know, a, a sort of, uh, they're, they're no longer um, a, uh, you know, they're, they're no longer pose a problem for someone else or a danger for I someone forget. else. Who's more prone I forget. To, you know, um, so... The, I mean, the, that's the thing. Why can't now? We've had it so many times over and over. You Marie, know, the, Marie, the Marie, some people, Marie, listen, uh, listen, uh, 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 listen, Marie, so mm. people forget. Some people have had 40, 50, 60 years of walking as they want in a supermarket and leaning, just going to lean over you and get that apple. 40, 50, 60 years, we've had mm. a week of being told to stand two metres away. It's so new. It's so new. And yeah. not everybody will have heard it. Not everybody has the internet. Not everyone watches the news. Not everybody will know it. It will come. It will come in time. All we can do is um, respectfully... Time. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. We are right now. Now, Ma- this yeah, Marie, I know we are. I, Ma- Ma- Marie, but you need to let it go. <laughs> You I need mean, to let it go. You can't let you it step... go. You can't let it go. You can. You said, you said, you, Marie, you said, you said you people stood in a corner until there was a gap. That's right. I mean, don't they? People well, then really you need, need to speak to up. You need to speak up. You that's can't be I'm passive then. If you... That's why I've called you. Because no, one listens to, no one listens to this show. No one listens. You need to speak up in the situation where it happens. Mm. Well, I wanted to get try and get the, you know, sort of get people to be aware of it in as many places. Everyone's as aware of it that listens to this show. It's pointless. I get what I you're saying. You're frustrated. But yeah. No, God, no, I don't want them to share their experiences. Christ, it would be dull. Um, you, the, the people listening to this show know, right? There's a handful of people, mm. they're bright. You need to say it in the situation, you can't expect an entire country to change habits they've had for their entire lifetimes in a week you can't people will make mistakes people forget and if it happens to you you have to speak out and point it out in a polite respectful way and if they ignore you you have to move away mm. i don't mean it just for my own good i, I mean I, obviously this applies to i'm yeah I'm, okay you don't fall into one of well technically you don't fall into a vulnerable category but there are many people who do you know this is not just for me i'm thinking about everyone you know how is your how are the people in your house how are the people in your house how are your neighbors my neighbors i mean they seem to well i haven't sort of met anyone in the shopping sort of you know sort of scenario no, but, but how are your um, neighbors you've you've been around have you been around to see them have you texted them have you spoken to them it's not i mean i mean i i this is for everyone you know i'm not just doing it for myself this please don't for, repeat it please don't repeat it Please don't repeat it. Here's what I'm trying to say, okay? You, you, you Focus on the people that mean something to you. Focus on the next-door neighbour. Focus on whoever lives in the house with you. Focus on your parents. Focus on whoever, okay? You will just have to protect yourself in the supermarket. You will have to... Um, when I learned to drive, my mum said, here's the most important lesson. You may be the best driver in the world, but you have to imagine every other driver is an idiot and you have to look out for them. And you have to imagine everyone in Tesco's is an idiot and you have to keep away from them. You won't, you won't pass the message by coming on a late-night frivolous talk show. So the things you can fix are yourself... 
the people that you love and the people that are around you. You, 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 you will not change, I guarantee it, you will not change anybody's shopping behaviour by phoning up a radio show or by sitting at home and worrying about it. Mm. Okay, then, thank you so much for your time. You don't sound satisfied. You sound dissatisfied, in fact. <laughs> oh, don't fault. be dissatisfied. We I, can't I fix it. Really good. I, it's good to hear. It's good to hear your... your uh, Look after yourself. You. Look after yourself. <laughs> stay clean. Stay away. Wipe down mm. the handles of the, of the supermarket trolley. I, I, I took a, um, a rubber glove to put petrol in my car today. Look after mm. yourself. Lead by example. Thank you, Marie. 0344... 499-1000 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Was, was that harsh, Catherine? I don't think so. It's that thing again of um, if you try to con you know, control everybody else's behaviour or expect everyone to do what you have in your mind, then you're just going to drive yourself doolally. Control what you have control over. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And, you know... Like, you, like your mum said, expect everyone else to do the unexpected and you won't be disappointed. It, it, I, I, find it really, um, I find it really interesting how quickly we've started to see each other as competition or threat. And actually, that's our downfall. Mm. That is our downfall. Um, and I was, I, I was joking slightly about telling someone to F off. If they continually did it to me, I possibly would. But I would have no qualms. Well, and I think... You could, um, you could have it. It's dangerous have for them. Bolder. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no qualms, and I don't like speaking to people kind of in, in, in public one on one. Uh, and I think we all have to. I found myself doing stuff that I would normally not do because I would be nervous, but I'm feeling I have to. It's okay to say, I'm really sorry. Could you step back a little bit? I'm just looking at the cereals. I'll be gone in 30 seconds. If you could just step back and wait your turn. Yeah. If they kick off, just walk away and exactly. come back. You've got. And coming up, phoning up this show, which is a silly, frivolous show. We had Robin Asquith on last week for crying out loud. Our listeners know, and they ain't going to do it. You know, I mean, they're not going to change the way they shop because of a call. I get it, though. I get it. But the other thing is that, you know, once you get into the shop, if you say you've been standing outside for 20, 30 minutes, all that's on your mind is seeing if you can get what's on your list. And, you know, people's minds are going to, you know... They're going to get absent-minded about things. I don't think most right-minded, reasonable people would understand that by asking them to keep their distance, you're trying to protect them too. And, you know, and um, nobeds are always going to be nobeds. And this but is the it's thing, that thing of that look call, after yourselves. That call we had worrying about the flights and then Marie worrying about the shops. And I've, I've, I've been trolling on my um, one of my local uh, Facebook groups. Oh, I've been having so much fun on one of my local Facebook groups today. I, I posted... Um, does anyone have any stories about people being too close together slash dog shit not being picked up slash arguing about the rules about travel not being explained properly? And some people have got the joke. Some people have, have gone, yeah, I've got an example of it. And some people have told me to get a life. And, 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 and that's it. There are so many on these groups, it's, it's so many and, and radio shows, it's so many people worrying about stuff that actually they have no control. I saw all these people gathering in the park. Okay, right. You stay away. If you want to phone up the police, that is a legitimate thing that you can do now if you want. Um, but you, stay away. Just stay mm. away. Look after yourself. Lead by example. Not everyone will get it. No to line one. Thank you, Amy. Not everyone will get it. 
and some people don't know it yet and some people are deliberately going against you know the new normal just look after yourself that's all we can do yeah. and that, that doesn't mean yeah. be selfish at all that will be helping others yeah i think it's being reasonable and being realistic um and having any other expectation is just going to drive you crackers oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand the late night alternative weeknights from 10 with ian and kath on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Maria. Hello, Maria. What have you got for us? Hello, Maria. No. What? Three, two, one. Maria's gone. Let's go to. Oh my goodness, Anthony's been on the line for ages. Anthony, I humbly apologise. How are you doing? And what have you got for us? Uh, that's funny. No worries. Um, what has been your worst? moment in your life your most embarrassing moment and your best moment in your life ever the, 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 hang on the, do you mean, do you want to know the worst yeah and the best moment in your life so far the best moment I can answer that the best moment in my life was yeah. um, today when I discovered uh, the cure for the coronavirus and the worst moment was an hour later when I, I knocked it and spilt it all down the drain, and I hadn't made any notes, so I've 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 got to start from scratch. What a bummer! How dare you call me a bummer? That's homophobic. Kath, what have been your worst and best bits? What today? Well, uh, today it, in I life in general. Uh, in life in general, my God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I know today we managed to lock ourselves out of the house because we've forgotten what it's like to go out. No. Yeah, we left the key it. in the door. Shut the door behind us. Oh, we're outside. How wonderful. Went to lock the door. Oh, we can't get our keys in. So we had to get a locksmith out. And how much was that? A wanna? Yeah. Aye, and it aye, took him aye, 10 aye. seconds. Of course it did. Did he do it with that little bit of plastic? He did it with like a little hook thing he put through the letterbox. Because it wasn't locked, we hadn't been able to lock it. He put a hook through the letterbox and pushed this, the um, handle up. You absolute knobber. I know. Well, it wasn't me that shut the door, I'm glad. What, what's your best and worst bits, Anthony? I've done what... I, I locked myself out the house for a time as well, but I didn't, I didn't call no key. I got it myself and I broke in the house myself easy. Yeah, um, okay, tough guy. All right, tough tough talk from a tough guy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the window was open, so I got Alan Key and just... You know, put that in key window and just, you know, window came open. Simples, really. Easy. Window yeah, house. Simples. Beautiful. Well, now we know how to break into Anthony's house. Excellent. <laughs> he leaves the windows um, open. The worst moment, in was when I was on the train going to Yarmouth. And, you know, the toilet. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I was on there and the door came open automatically. I was like, oh, my God. No, well, were you, were you sat down going to the toilet? Um, yes. Oh, oh, Anthony! Oh my God, that is um, terrible, man. That is te- I can never go to the toilet again. I was uh, not using him ever again in my life. Trust me. There you go, Pretty Anthony. Bad. Thank you, mate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thank you for Anthony. Let's go to Bill. Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Ian. Nice to speak to you. I've not spoke to you for about a year. I don't think. Okay. Uh, going, well, yeah, where have you going. been, honey? Honey cheeks. No, I've been listening to you every night. I just don't phone in every night. I'd rather just uh, sit down and relax and listen right. to you. Just giving us a silent uh, treat. Gonna... But... Pardon? 
Sorry, what I did just you say, like, Kath, murmuring under your breath? <laughs> so you're just giving us the silent treatment. <laughs> Go on, he won't worth it. Go on, Bill. Yeah, I'm just picking up that slight delay, that's all. Yeah, going back to the supermarkets here, and in my local major supermarket, um, every two metres that you walk, they've got sticky tape right across the aisles, so you actually know it's like, okay. chevrons, on the, like chevrons on the motorway for your distance. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they've got one door where you, work, uh, where you walk in, you obviously do your shopping, pay for it, and then you go out a completely different entrance or exit, should I say, and they've got a member of staff on the door as you come in, and they've got like a clicker, like the bouncers have on the nightclub doors, and when they've got the capacity that they feel is appropriate for the supermarket, say 50 or 60, then it'll be uh, one in, one out, you know, on that basis, so it's not doing that. Only, uh, as as my old mum used to say, only a twant hits the trolley in front. Yeah, well, that's (laughs) it, yeah. Yeah, I'm usually uh, at the supermarket for six o'clock in the morning because that's when they open and I'm out for ten past. Because I know where everything is. I know <laughs> I like where style, Bill. I know where everything is. I'm usually up at half four, so I'm outside Tesco's. At, well, I shouldn't have said that, but for about ten to six and I'm back in my flat for half six. But um, I don't go to bed till your show finishes at one, so I've got 21 hours a day to fill in. With this current situation, what are you massive. doing? Watercolors, sculpture? How, what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, it's difficult, really. Um, I, I sit at the front door and just get some fresh air, listen to the radio. Obviously, I like listening to James and yourself and one or two during the day. Um, but it's, it's very, very difficult, Ian, really. I've, now, obviously, I'm going for a walk when I can and stuff like that. Um, but my AA meetings. Luckily, it's online from half seven to half eight, so I can connect via the internet, you know, yeah. Skype, and the meeting yeah. takes place online. It's fantastic. There's a lot of uh, online meetings for AA, NA, GA, all of those, Zoom or Skype, or sometimes yeah. they have phone meetings where you just dial a number and you're, you're, you get kind of put into a, a conference call. Uh, yeah. And they're, they're really important, and they're saving people's lives, man, because this is here's, – here's my concern – this is going to go on for a long time, a lot longer than people are, are thinking, and it is going to screw up. It is it potentially is going to screw up so many um, recoveries from drugs and alcohol. Um, people with mental health issues, I suspect a lot of them will get worse. People that have never had mental health issues are going to be struck by this in some way or another. And I think that this that this situation, I reckon, well, maybe it'll go on for a year. But the, the kind of we'll be dealing with it for years after in terms of helping people come to terms with what happened. Yeah, I understand that. And I was in touch with the uh, crisis team yesterday because, you know, I'm struggling myself. I've got the Samaritan's number and all that sort of stuff. And yes. it's just, I mean, I'm not on my own. I understand that everyone's in the same boat. But at the end of the day, doesn't matter. Uh, you know, just a bit of support now and again, you know, the crisis team and the AA meetings and all that sort of stuff. And Here's, where, like, here's what like I think, say, Bill. I think anybody, yeah. I think anybody that is, is embedded in a 12-step fellowship, right, um, yeah. I think we're, a, we, we're in a stronger position than civilians, than, than muggles. Or yeah, we are in yeah. a stronger position because we have a support network around us mm-hmm. and we are used already to talking about how we feel and we, we have learned to when we feel bad to share it with people you know and we've got the yeah. 12 steps to help us and all of that and i think people that haven't got 12 steps uh, at recovery i think that they are potentially at a mental health disadvantage mm-hmm. compared to us and yeah. I, i'm blessed by that genuinely 
Yeah, but like, like you say, we're, uh, we're, 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 in it, we're in it for the, the long call. I reckon six months minimum, minimum six months at least before oh. the shops maybe start reopening and stuff like that. But I... six months minimum, it's going to be a long time in. I, uh, and we're, I don't all want to scare go. people, Bill. I don't want no, to scare people, but I agree with time, you. I, ag- I agree with you completely. This is going to go on for a while. Bill, thank you. Take care of yourself, mate. Keep coming back. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Catherine, I'm bored of my voice. Why don't you say hello to Connor? Well, because probably Connor's going to hear me five minutes down the line. Hello, Connor. Hello. Hi. How are you keeping? Um, I'm keeping well. I'm keeping relatively well today, considering my whole family's been ill, but not luckily with the virus. Um, they've all been <laughs> they've all been with, with a tummy bug. I'm the cook in the house, so I, I guess I'm the first suspect. Um, mm. But yeah. And you're fine, right? I, I'm I'm fine. Apparently, I have the iron gut in the household. But yeah, um, I, I was calling in because I was going to talk a little bit about how I see um, things like you were talking about a little bit earlier about how people are always looking at other people, going, "Oh, I think they should be doing this and that and stuff." When it comes to shops, um, yeah. one thing that I've noticed, particularly in our local area, is people have been becoming increasingly disgruntled about queue jumpers because everybody everybody has the queue to get into a shop now, don't they? And it's been becoming increasingly a case of where people are turning around to the person two meters behind them, of course, and having an atter about how people in front of them uh, have pushed in front of them or pushed in front of everyone. And we just today had an incident where someone tried to do that, apparently got into an altercation and a fight with a security guard and is now going to jail for a few weeks. What? But I know. It seems crazy that... And I, the thing is, I, I don't know what... The first thing that comes to my mind is either... Well, what would possess you to try and get into a fight over being further in front in the queue? And then the mm. other part of me is, well, why would you be? Why would you be so desperate to jump the queue in that situation? Yeah. Seems crazy. But they they apparently attacked the guard, and if I, my memory serves me right, um, I think they even um, bit them on their leg or something <gasps> like that, which my is scary God. in times like this. Yeah, it's um, well turned into animals. It, I, I'm guessing, I'm try, trying to put myself into their head and obviously what they did was awful. And if they bit someone, flipping it, they need to have a word with themselves. I guess it's, um, I guess it's motivated by fear. What do you think, Ian? Well, no, because Catherine, you, you have been with me several times where in the past, before the global pandemic, when I've almost got into fights about <laughs> jumpers, because I've... <laughs> I I hate those people. And, you know, in a normal situation, um, I've nearly kicked off and got violent. So I can can kind of understand it. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had a go with people who were pushing in earlier this week. And the problem is, is that that at that point, you know, I, I guess people were kind of not worried about it. They were kind of just thinking, oh, well, you know, someone pushes in a few few spaces ahead of you. What's the, what's to worry about? But yeah. it seems like people are getting more and more agitated about well, what you would think would be traditionally British things like queuing. You know, people are getting more agitated about all these rules. And I just, yeah. I, I initially I was, I guess I was more on the side. Sorry, of I need to interrupt one second. Amy, is the news live? No, it's not. Thank you. Carry on. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss the news. Sorry, carry on, Connor. I no, do apologise, mate. No, no, no. I mean, I, I was initially on the side of the kind of like, um, yeah, yeah, everybody should follow these rules. You should be following these rules. But now, like, as things go on, I kind of, especially with what the police have been doing, um, you know, making themselves look a little bit silly recently, I, I worry that, you know, 
is it going too far? Are people are we getting to the point where both state-wise and socially, people are getting a little bit too aggressive in the enforcement of these rules? And I mean, I say that as someone who thinks this is lady was a bit silly to try and jump in the queue and to get into a fight of it over it for all things. Yeah, I guess we've become um, infantilised. We? I know we you've not really what to do. I know you've not really seen many Seinfeld episodes, Catherine, but one of the best episodes is when George parks in what they call in America a handicap bay. Have you seen that one, Connor? Oh, no, I haven't watched much of Seinfeld. I apologise. <laughs> oh, it's a great episode. He, he, he parks in, they, they call it a handicap bay over there, and, and he doesn't have a blue badge or anything like that. And Jerry Seinfeld goes, well, you, you can't park there. It'll be fine. I'm just going in the store for 20 minutes. And he comes back, and there are, there's a guy... There's two people stood there going, well, this is disgusting. When this guy comes out, I'm going to tell him exactly what I think of him. And he's like, oh, God, I can't. So he kind of steps back. By the end of the show, a whole mob has turned up with flaming torches. They've <laughs> set fire to his car, turned it upside down. And it's, you know, because that, and it does feel like there is an element of that around people wanting to enforce these new rules and mm. all of this. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's a weird time, and I think we are all going through a learning process. And some people don't give a toss about the new rules, and some people are, t are taking them, you know, d very much to the letter, which is odd because the new rules are actually quite vague. And some people, like me and like you and like Catherine, we just want to do what's right and what's safest, and that's it. And if it means standing two meters apart, I'll do it. If someone wants to jump in the queue, I might call them out, but I ain't going to get into a fight about it, you know. And it, what I was saying to the other cause, we just have to lead by example and we just have to do the best that we can, really. It's a weird thing. Connor, I've got to go because I'm late for the news. Thank you. 0344 499 1000. This, dear listener, is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
song. I do. I may, I may have, I may have, I may have just, I may have just got something in my eye there. Excuse me, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's a great song, and it, Kath. I might just need a moment. Flipping <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what is that? It's just, it's magnificent, and it's weird that it's become a job. I remember it being a big hit for kids when, uh, maybe 1983, 84, yeah. perhaps, and I remember it being everywhere, ubiquitous. Um, and then it became a joke. And do you remember about six years ago, we played it on BBC Three Counties to to yeah. test it, to see if it was the joke that we all thought it was. Yeah, and My we God, said to people, just listen to it like you've never heard it before, and you'll realise yeah. just how glorious it is. <laughs> it's magnificent, oh and it really is an anthem for, you know, the, <laughs> the isolation that we're all going through now. This is the Late Night Alternative, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? Catherine, and I've got something in my eye. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And we are here Mondays to Fridays. We're not this week, actually. We're off Thursday and Friday. I think you've got Howard Hughes uh, uh, filling in for us. But generally, we're on Mondays. Sorry, I, got, I just had some Coca-Cola and I'm a little bit windy, Pops. I need to Ooh. do a burp. Nope, won't come out. Um, 10 till 1, and we just dick around. We just dick around. You know, we, we don't really want to dwell on the news that's going on because that is everywhere you're very very welcome to phone in and share your experience and if you know and I, I, i've seen one of our listeners um who has t- tweeted us many many times in the past yama mama that her partner's uh, been taken into hospital with this this uh, dreaded lurgy and has been um uh, put into a coma and uh, we wish you all the very very best of luck genuinely and if you want to call in and talk you're welcome and if you don't you're absolutely welcome um, and we can talk about it but we also feel it's our duty to kind of carry on doing the nonsense that we normally do, Kath. Yeah, I think uh, we need it as much as everyone else does, I think, maybe more. <laughs> but, you know, I think we're all sort of lacking routine and I need to know that from 10 o'clock until 1 in the morning, I'll be, I'll, I'll get at least three good laughs and that, that'll be me done. <laughs> okay, well, we, we haven't had one so far, so let's, well, let's <laughs> crack on. I don't know, the potato <laughs> song got me. I thought that was glorious. <laughs> I still don't quite know what that was about. I've got cats. No. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see on youtube.com slash Ian Lee, the cats are climbing all over the place. One of them, you won't see this, but one of them has done a stinky dump in the kitchen, which I need to clean up during the next news break. Please don't chew that. No, don't chew that. Thank you. Um, Catherine, why don't you say hello to Maria? Hey, Maria. Hiya. Hello, you got through. What have you got oh, for us? <laughs> that, was, that took a time, didn't it? My signal just went off. First, I'd like to say that song, honestly, it reminds me of my kid when he was two, just jumping around to that song. He absolutely loved it. All the memories just come flooding back. Amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Hello. You're welcome, what Maria. You want to talk Maria about? What have you got for us? Well, I want to talk about uh, um, this mindfulness. Uh, um, you know, when you're in that midst of absolute fear, and you just don't know what to do. Well, there's a good technique that you can do, and it's just bringing you back to the moment. Because all them things that you keep on thinking about that's going over your head, you can't control any of them. All you've got to do is control your thought at that moment, and in that moment, you're safe. And I think a lot of people in the world actually need this at the moment. Hello? Okay, so tell right. us how we do it. Well, first of all, 
you sit down, you know, when you're in Let's that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I've got the comfy chair here now. Right. So we're all going to have a little mindfulness moment, guys. So let's 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 do this, Maria. Talk, talk us through it. Okay. First of all, you sit down and you put your hands out in front of you and you close your eyes and you feel your hands and you can feel the energy in your hands. Really try. Don't think of anything else. Just think of that energy that you can feel. That energy is pure and it's running through you. And then you can start thinking, that energy is in your feet. And you can start feeling a tingling and just a nice thought. And you're just in that moment of just you, just your safe moment. And then you begin to breathe and let all that stress out. And you can feel yourself vibrate. And then you're in the moment and then you start just, Stop thinking and just being. And let just let everything just flow out of you, all the fear. Because you're safe. In this moment, everybody is safe. And that's it, really. Can we go back to the vibrating bit, please? <laughs> do you know what that's wicked and that's dead simple i had a thing with my one of my my eight-year-old maria phone me up today and he was he was a little bit hysterical because um it, it doesn't really matter why he was a little bit hysterical but it was about something that could be sorted out very very easily but i couldn't get him to calm down and did you just slap your ass Catherine? it wasn't me it was maria oh, okay <laughs> and um I did this really simple thing that I learned on a podcast, um, the, the box breathing thing. I said, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the problem in a second. But first, I just want you to do some breathing with me. And it's a simple little exercise. You breathe in for the count of four. You hold it for the count of four. You breathe out for the count of four. Hold that for the count of four. And you do that a few times. And um, the change was instant. The change was instant. We did it around two or three times, I think. And he calmed down. He was still upset. But the kind of hysteria had gone yep. and I was able to say, right, OK, explain the situation. Right. Do you think I'm angry about that? Because I'm not, because this is what we can do to fix it. Boom. And it mm. made such a difference. And it is it's a similar thing to what you were doing. It's just forgetting about what you've done, forgetting about to stop trying to imagine what's going to happen and just being in that second. Just being that second. That's exactly it. And then everything dispels all the all that bad, bad energy because your mind can destroy you. You know, it really can. It just Jesus. takes you. I mean, I feel so sorry for these people that have got mental health issues at the moment. I mean, but, you know, there are techniques out there that they can use. Just so, you know, there's a, a great man called Egbert Tull. Um, he's on YouTube. I bought he's, a book on here. I bought one of his books a while ago, and I, I haven't read amazing. it. I'm going I'm to read it. That's tomorrow's book. Yes, do, do read it, because... He just teaches you how to be in that moment. I mean, yeah. you know, he's a great man. And, you, and the thing is, even when you're feeling sort of like, oh, just YouTube him and, and you know, and, and listen to sort of like what's relevant for you at that moment. And it's, it's yeah. a great peace of mind. Marie, thank, uh, Maria, excuse me. Thank you very much. 0344 499 Let's go to Alex. Alex, sorry to keep you waiting so long. What have you got for us? That's all right, mate. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. 
hope you can yeah. help. Um, I know what you mean. You've got to look after yourself. I've got a month's worth of food here. I'm fine. My little council flat, top floor tower block, right? But Beautiful. I wonder if you can help do something as radical as like when Bugsy Malone helped all the people from the soup kitchen and done something nice for the old people and the disabled people. Yes. Well, you want to shoot them with a splur- as a splurge gun? Well, not with splurge guns, but with the art of communication. Right. Can, can you have to give is, me a little right? bit more information, Alex? Well, it would be great if we can get an information, um, uh, a message out to all the lovely, lovely people in the NHS yeah. and just to mm-hmm. remind them that when they're in their oh. queue at the um, supermarket at 8 o'clock in the morning, same time as all the old people and all the disabled people queuing up, do you think that the NHS people can see all the old people queuing up and all the same because the NHS have got priority and all the all the NHS people and the secretaries and all the people with an NHS ID going first and do their shopping in their nice clothes and nice shoes oh, and they leave all the old people and all the disabled people standing outside for an hour so I was just well, wondering Alex, Alex. Alex, Alex, yeah. you, you're, you're wrong on so many counts. You're wrong on so many counts. First well, of all... I've seen it Friday and I've seen it today. Okay, well, you, but you're, but you're generalising massively. Lots of old people and disabled people have nice clothes. Um, oh, okay, It won't yeah, yeah. be... Yeah, and, and I don't, I'm not quite sure why you mentioned secretaries. That, that felt a little bit mean. And also, I thought okay. I'd read that... Initially, the supermarkets were allowing NHS staff and old people to go in at the same time. And then someone pointed out, well, that might cause infections. So then I think some of the supermarkets made it so that NHS staff could go in first, then old people. And again, it was pointed out, well, that might cause infections. So I think nearly all of the supermarkets now, it's the elderly can go in first and NHS workers can go in after them but i don't i don't why you can i can i be alex you sound like a a down-to-earth kind of guy can i speak honestly with you yes mate you sounded quite snidey about nhs workers there and i don't quite understand why well no i just feel that the nhs workers although they've got incredible hard job to do being on the front line you know they might be a little bit more privileged than the old people and the disabled people. You're joking. You're joking. Well, if you're disabled... You're joking, right? Well, I'm just looking at the finances... They're risking their lives, Alex. They're risking... Alex, they're risking... They're literally risking the lives of themselves and their families. Yeah, in the hospital, you know, I mean, everyone... Yeah, they're risking their lives. We're talking from the porters... And the secretaries, yeah. not just the nurses and the I doctors. I don't, don't know why you keep mentioning secretaries. They're literally risking their lives, Alex, for about 20... Some of them are on, like, 26 grand a year, and they could die. Or they could go... They could carry the virus and take it home and kill someone they live with. So I don't understand... I don't well, understand I, your tone. Yeah, elderly and disabled people are struggling, right? Struggling, of course they are. So and I it's just awful. Thought, I just thought if... 
no, you're thinking wrong. To the people who, who, who are paid to care, if they're walking past people that have to stand outside in the cold with no seats for an hour, waiting for the NHS people to do the shopping. Alex, your premise, is, your premise people, isn't true. But, but perhaps the NHS people could just ask the security, say, can we all go in together or can, you know... No, because it's a health... Together. Alex, I've explained it to you. It's a yeah. health risk. Oh, it's a health okay. risk. Oh, so I didn't know... Why, here, here's the thing. You've got a month's worth of food. Why don't yeah. you go and find the old people on your floor in your, your block... And see if they need any of it. See if you can share any of it. Again, I mean, stop. We have to stop worrying about that. We have to stop worrying about the macro, and we have to focus on the micro. We can't worry yeah. about the big problems; they're out of our hand. But you can worry about the two people in the, t the the two flats to the left and the two flats to the right. That's what we need to do. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, what it is, I I, I phoned to the it. office on Tuesday, Don't repeat on it. Friday, and today. I said, no, no, everyone it. should be going in together, but that's not happening. And I just thought, oh, well, if the NHS people were to help the old people... Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. The NHS... Oh, Alex, mate. I'm going to let you go, mate. The NHS... Uh, thank you. The NHS people are helping <laughs> the old people. That That's... Again, it's that thing, Catherine. It's got to yeah. be a human thing of of worrying about stuff that's out of their control. Yeah. Now, what, now, what Alex to... can do there is, it, is if there's like an old person who lives next door or two doors down or three doors down, he can help that person, right? And maybe he is already. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to judge the bloke. He can help that person. Um, but but you, I, I didn't like that. Oh, thank you, Amy. I didn't like that snide tone about the NHS workers and the secretaries. No, it's that thing I was telling you about. It's the, the danger of seeing each other as competition or threat. It's much easier, isn't it, to be able to point out someone else's faults and say, ah, this would be so much better if they did this or if they didn't do that. And then you don't have to take any responsibility yourself. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Coming up next, it's a Keep Your Spirits Up special with Barry from Watford. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm really sorry to hear about Yamamama's uh, husband. Yamamama, I've just sent you a little DM. Have a look in your at your leisure. But now, dear listeners, this is what we need, ladies and gentlemen. Would you welcome all the way from the Victorian era with his Keep Your Spirits Up special? It's Barry from Watford. Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> Barry, we have got you. you you, can you speak into the phone, Barry? Yes, I'm speaking into the phone. There's a slight delay, as you pointed out. Hello? I will give you, I will give you a slight delay up your jacksy in a minute. Now, we had a I'll theme tune a done for you. Delay up your jacksy. Uh, Everyone okay. leave each other's jacksies exactly. alone. And I'll you just did the same insult back at me. Thank you leave my jacksy out Just it. stop talking about jacksies. Would you like to hear... Your new Keep Your Spirits Up special theme tune. Yes, please. Oh, hang on a minute. I've got the... Hang on a minute. Let me put the fader up. And here we go. Here we go. Keep your spirits up special. Ways I want to go then so. We're all stuck at home. Someone throw me a bone. And we will get the special. The last bit don't work. That's good, isn't it? 
lovely. It's a little bit. It's. I. It, I don't think you can call. You're allowed to call people mental anymore. Oh. Well, and also at the end, it didn't really work. The rhyme at the end, did it? No, it How are you, Barry Barrington? How are you, my dearest, oldest, bestest buddy? Oh, isn't that lovely? I tell you what, Ian, something I don't understand, and this is why this is the Keep Me Spirits Out special part of the show. Earlier on in the show, you described your show as a frivolous phoning, and there's been precious metal that's frivolous. People moaning, whining, getting miserable. Let's talk about something else. (laughs) <laughs> and, and in the spirit of keeping your spirits up this is what i'm gonna do i want everyone to imagine a lovely party a lovely oh, yes. party that i'm gonna have round my house and each time oh. every one of you is invited uh, oh cocktail sausages on sticks uh, <laughs> Pineapple with cheese, um, punch, uh, sausage rolls, sausage rolls, pies, pasties. We're a bit of an in a Ginster's paradise, in the words of Coolio. <laughs> but I'll tell you what we can have, and we can have the guest of honour to cut the rope, but not cut the cheese, I hope. Mr. Ian Lee will be there. And I wondered if you could do it. I can put you in the diary as the guest of honour to open the Apre Covid party. Well, Apre Covid. <laughs> um, what do when, you think? When are you Come thinking? Of, when are you thinking of doing this, Barry? When it's over. Okay. Oh, don't, I mean, you're not available. You don't even know. <laughs> I got a feeling I might be busy, Barry. July. Busy. August. I actually am busy in August. All right, September. Mm, That's unlikely because the kids go back to school. No. Let let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've made you. I made you. I made your career, right? I rescued you from so many radio stations and you won't even come. I've got all sorts of old ladies in this place where I live. We'd love to meet you. Right. First of all, I am a multi-award-winning broadcaster. Yeah, I know. I I own for you, mate. Remember no, you didn't. We, you won us a si- you won a, us a silver. A, a Sony silver for a filthy story about my Margaret's diary and someone picking her brown derby at the Wimpy Bar. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that was a silver. Since then, since I ditched you, right. I won gold, 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 gold. All right, minty biscuit. Uh, but everyone, Cameron. everyone goes. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. Told Minty Biscuit, I get no credit for because everyone goes, oh, Barry from Watford is funny. No one mentions me. No, I'm the Ernie Wise of that call. No you one know what notices they say, the Ian. skill. Uh, uh, go on. They go, oh, this is the most Alan Partridge thing I've ever heard in my life. They don't realise you're doing a thing. They, they take the we... pee out of me. I wish Minty Biscuits didn't exist. No, no. They didn't They didn't know that you and I knew each other, did they? 
No one knew. No, Robert Browning Jr. can kiss it. Browning. Robert Browning Jr., the poet. <laughs> Did you just say? <laughs> Robert Browning Jr.? <laughs> he can kiss it as far as I'm concerned. He can kiss my butt. As far as I'm <laughs> By the way, how how quickly can one um one show go from highbrow to lowbrow? Literally oh, in a yeah. sentence from Barry from Watford. Sorry, but if you are unavailable, maybe I'll invite some other celebrities to cut the rope. Robert what? Browning Jr. But Barry Court. <laughs> to cut the rope. Cut you the can, rope. Barry Court is dead, and you know it. Oh, sorry, I forgot. What? Why uh, are you going to have what, rope there? What kind of party is it? Not a rope, but the ribbon, the ribbon. I, I declare this Afro-Covid party open. And with that, Pat Sharp or someone steps up the decks. Agger, do, do, do. Ian Lee is on the deck. Agger, do, do, do. You sorted. How uh, much are you paying? To the left, to the right. Well, it's for charity. <laughs> Right, well, what charity is it for? Uh, testicles or something? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> One of them. Some of them. Uh, something like that. Anything. Or our wonderful people. Our wonderful people from the NHS. Maybe that. Or even the secretaries. Yeah, do, do, do. Here comes Ian Lee. I could do, do, do. God, he's not so skinny. To the left, to the right. Here comes Pencil Neck. I could do, do, do. Oh, Ian Lee oh, is on the deck. I could oh, do, do, do. I wish he bought a cat. I could do, do, do. Why don't you do the math? To the left, to the right. We have Robert Browning Jr. I can do, do, do. He bloody get here sooner. That's what it will be, a lovely party. So tonight's Keep Your Spirits Up special is you inviting me to a party to work for free that I don't want to go to. Well, you, to be fair, you said you was unavailable, not you didn't want to go to. You said you was unavailable. If if Robert Downey Jr. is listening to this muck, he might want to come. Robert or, or Robert Browning Jr., any of them, any of the poet laureates want to come along. I can promise you a variety of old ladies who are like a bit of young meat. Uh, some pineapple on stick, cheese on stick, and a lovely disco. Cheese on a stick, is that what you call your penis? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, now that is lowbrow. That is appalling. <laughs> I hereby receive you know, the invitation. You know, you're, you know you're in a bad situation when Barry from Watford calls you lowbrow. He's <laughs> quite but anyone, <laughs> let's have a little less of a COVID and a bit more of the um, something nice, you know, something <laughs> jolly. You know what I mean? I will see. I do. I will see if we can make some jolly phone calls, Barry. Thank you so much. <coughs> All right. Now, look, I, I, I want to phone in a couple more times before Thursday and Friday just to keep everyone's spirits up. Okay, Hello, if, it's, can if I... it's to put pressure on me to come to a crappy party, then say, save your 10 pence. 
I'll see what I can do. I'll see what can entice you for tomorrow. I'll have a word okay. with everyone round here, see what we can get. Thank you, Barry. Lovely to talk to you, mate. Night, everyone. Care, bye -bye. Stay safe. Lots of Night, Barry. <laughs> I hate it when people ask me to do charity stuff. Yeah, but it's testicles. It's for testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I think testicles now, are pretty much sorted now, aren't they? That's a charity close to your heart, isn't it? No, it's nowhere near my heart. <laughs> there was. Um, I've, I've been watching. Um, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine because we we oh, yeah. kind of saw half an episode and I quite enjoyed it. And I did in the last two days. I've done I think about fifteen episodes, yeah. and it's all right. There's I like the cast. I like Andy Samberg. Um, I think Terry Crews overacts a little bit, but I, it, it makes me chuckle. It's not the funniest thing in the world, but it makes me chuckle. But there was a great bit. One of them that one of them got shot in the ass, and um, is all bandaged up and stuff. And he comes in like a few weeks later and says, well, the, the, the doctor said I was very lucky. If it had just been two millimetres to the left and one foot higher, I probably would never have walked again. <laughs> <laughs> one foot higher. <laughs> so, there's some nice lines in there. Let's go, let's put, let, let's go to, Catherine, say hello to Marilyn for me, please, while I have some Coca-Cola. Oh, hello, Marilyn, my darling. How are you? Hello. Long time hello. no see. Well, I'm glad you've come in. What, what's going on with you, Marilyn? I'm having a great time. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm trapped in the house anyway, and I can't go out normally. But um, I've uh, what I, what the fun I've had this week. My son, one of my sons, lives on the Scottish borders, and. Uh, He's been putting us on the phone on FaceTime. I've had my tablet and he's had his phone. Took us a bike ride along the Tweed. <laughs> and are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. So what, he put his oh, phone on his bike yeah. and took you with him? Uh -huh, yes. And, uh, and another day he took us... Um, him and his partner took us a walk through the woods and along the other side of the tweed. I went to see the alpacas and right up to my face, they got them and I, I felt as if I'd been. And then the other day, he took us in the car round the area and to their new house because I hadn't seen it. Yeah. And uh, so I feel as if I'd been. Ah, oh, Marilyn, I've got a big grin on my face because your life it sounds was, like a really good one. It was absolutely lovely. And uh, I, before I got into bed at the night time, I thought, have I been to Inalayan or not? <laughs> I couldn't think. I couldn't disassociate the, the, the real life from the um, fantasy. Ah, it's lovely. That's really it, lovely. It was really nice. And... Uh, I saw just just nice little things in the day. I keep myself cheerful. Yeah. Uh, I don't see anybody because they're all barred from coming. My other son lives 10 miles away. They always come about seven or eight of them come on a Saturday all day. And nobody's coming. I'm not letting them in. Mm. Uh, because I, I'm... But, Problems with my health, as you know, so yeah, I, I then be poorly. No, it's not worth it, is it? For now, no. 
I'm, uh, are they phoning you up though instead? Oh, they're all on uh, one of them's away at university and the other's at, at home, and they they all come on um, FaceTime and the phone and what have you. So I'd uh, I'm never off the phone. Ah, oh, good. They're keeping you busy. It's uh, it's good. It's uh, I mean I'm worried about everybody. Uh, but it's 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 really nice to go around that beautiful countryside up there and think I've been there. I was saying to the other son, I says, I was thinking, I hope our Graham hasn't got that virus. And uh, and I was thinking, because I can't get this off by getting on his bike. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think so. Especially as you, you're probably sitting on the handlebar, so you're facing the wrong way anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you reminded me. You reminded me of a story we're going to do, Marilyn. It's so li- lovely to hear you. Thank you so much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's reminded me of a story from the news, the only newspaper I read in the last two weeks. Um, but we'll do that in a second. We have got David. We got Dean. We got Alistair. This is the late night alternative weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, dear listener. You can watch me flying solo on youtube.com slash Ian Lee, except I'm not quite solo. I've got a very fancy neon sign that I treated myself to. The postage costs more than the actual bloody sign. But one of the cats, and I can't quite see, I, th- I think it's, yeah, it's Pat's. Patsy is sat in front of it. Thank you, Patty. You, the people can't can't get the glory of it because you're in the way. Um, hello, Catherine Boyle. Hello. This is weird, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. No. It is yeah. weird. It is weird. It's um, an unusual way to work, but I think it's working all right. We think we've had some yeah. good um, some good old calls and some rubbish yeah. calls. I thought Barry was. <laughs> was aggressive you shouldn't ask never ask never ask someone to do a charity event in front of other people it's like proposing on the jeremy kyle show it's not fair it's not fair (laughs) no especially one that's in Um, aid of testicles (laughs) i think testicles david are, are testicles pretty much sorted now what do you mean well, are they? Barry wanted to raise money for testicles, but I think testicles are pretty much sorted, aren't they? I don't know. I asked a testicle specialist. Well, we thought we were. I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> High five, Cass. High five. <laughs> yeah, comedian. Yes, well. I was, I was just waiting well. for him to insult a bloody religion. Anyway, right. <laughs> I've, I've got a- I've got What's your beef? Sadness. I'll tell you what my beef is. I'm David's, in a, David's in a bad mood. David's beef is his mum hasn't let him play Call of Duty with me for the last two days. No, it's been mummy time, hasn't it? Yeah, mummy time. Really mummy, no. would you like would you like tea in mummy? Would you like tea in bed, mummy? Mummy, would you like a foot rub, mummy? No, mummy no. wouldn't let me play with the big boys. Yeah, stop it, mummy. Mummy won't let me play Call of Duty. It makes me violent. I get aggressive and I throw my beans across the room. Yeah. <laughs> throw me beans. I make oh, rude. I make rude. If I play, if I play too much Call of Duty, I make swear words with my alphabetic spaghetti. 
<laughs> right. Oh, David. Are you going to let me talk? No, oh, David. I, I will let you talk now. The t- David, I'm going to give you... Um, let me get the timer. Hang on a second. Let's get the timer because you want to talk. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk uninterrupted. So hang on a second. We go to stopwatch. Um, I'm going to give you 60 seconds. Is that enough? It was too much. Okay, well, I'll give you... Okay, well, you've asked for time to talk. I'm giving you 60 seconds of prime national radio airtime. Dean and Alistair, stay there. I'll come to you soon. 60 seconds of prime... To buy this in an advert will cost you thousands of pounds. You've got it for free, David. And me and Catherine will be quiet for the 60 seconds. Your time starts... You didn't say now. 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 Right. Um, well, the reason I was ringing in was to say that I'm sad because I'm never going to be able to watch the Tiger King with fresh eyes. That was the basis of my call, and we were going to talk about it. But as soon as you've given me this platform, I'd like to say, hey, ladies, nope. you're looking for a single guy who would like to have a fun and party in the multi Rotherham area. You go no further than to look at David L. Babcock. What I've got to offer you is a regular uh, timekeeping, and I've got lots of stationery, and storage is immaculate in my bedroom. So what are you going to miss? David Babcock, I give good kisses and cuddles as well. So if you want to kiss me on the cheek, then you've got to say, and I speak. Um, shoes are a fantasy of man. If you've got stilettos and things like that, uh, oh. Time. (laughs) David, you're finished. And I think maybe in more ways than one. Blimey. That was a lot we learned there. Wow. We we learn something different every day about your perversions. Yeah, I embarrassed myself again, David. (laughs) It's not a perversion. It's not a perversion. It's um, it's, uh, a fetish. A kink. He's a kink. (laughs) Okay. So what's happened to the mother of your baby? She's in a duffel bag in the attic. What? Flipping out, David! Flipping out! You keep making things up, I'm just going to join in. I've not got a baby. You got there very quickly. It's a duffel bag. Mm. Yeah, well, I've been watching lots of crime TV. Hey, you're going to put off my potential suitors. (laughs) Well, let's just, (laughs) let's just wait. I'll tell you what, I'm going to just give it 30 seconds. Let's 0344... 499-1000, does anybody um, fancy, does anybody want to speak to David about possibly being a partner? Let's just see, we'll give it 30 seconds, here we go, and play. Oh, hang on a minute. Where is that? 0344, 499-1000, would you like to be David Badcock's lover? Call now and we will put you straight through and we'll ask you a series of questions and you could be next in line to be David's partner. 0344 499 1000. Okay, let's go to the first call. Hello, caller, what's your name? Oh, nobody rang in. <laughs> You're kidding. Not one person. Not oh, that's one person. Hang on a, hang on a second. Let me just, the, the, Amy, if you could just open that line. Dean, did you call in to speak to David about possibly being his lover? No, I, I, I phoned in to warn him that Mr. Blobby was on a warpath, to be honest with you. 
Um, okay, Dean, well, we'll come back to that in a second. That sounds absolutely fascinating. My God, what's going on with these idiots tonight? Is it um, 1996? No, uh, no, David, I'm afraid. N- no calls. No calls. That's, um, back, that's sad. Back to, but, the, back, back to the tissues it is, then. Thanks very much for your call, Dave. Oh, hang, whoa, 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 hang on. Let oh. me take that call straight to air. Let me take that call straight to air. Hang on a minute. We've suddenly got calls. We'll take them straight to air, Amy. Line three, line three, you're through to David Babcock's sex line. Hello, yeah, I'll take him. Wow. No. Okay, right, that's a no. Let me get rid of If you can just put that fader down. We go to line four. Line four, you're through to David Babcock. Nope. Oh! <laughs> wow. This is like on-air Tinder. Right. They've swiped you, mate. And that's and that was it. Those were the two calls. A bloke mm. that wasn't that bothered and someone was a definite no-no. Okay, no no, everybody. Oh. Well, David, can I can I say something can I ask you something that might cheer you up? Alright, go on then. Will Mummy let you stay up to play Call of Duty at one o'clock this morning? Um it's not I have to be asleep. What do you mean you have to be asleep? Because I slept until about mid- midday today, and it's stupid. Right. Well, then you might as well stay up until gone midnight tonight. I don't uh, understand the problem. Uh, 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 uh. So is that a no? Yeah. Right. Well, you're banned from ever calling my show ever again. No. Okay. Well, see you later, loser. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ooh. You're the loser. My, my mum lets me play video games. I mean, she doesn't actually know. Um... We will say no to line three, I'm afraid, Amy, as it's too late for that young man. Let's go to Dean. Good evening, Dean. Good evening. How are you, Ian? All right, mate? I'm very, very... I've got a blinding headache and a really stiff neck. Well, can I be honest with you? I'm really struggling, to be honest with you, with this COV thing that's going. Go on, what's happening? I suffer depression, right? I suffer anxiety. I've been in hospital about five or six times because I did Uh try to take my life all right Mm-mm, now yes. what's going on at the moment is i'm struggling to do my one day a walk a week and today i had to go and get my medication and i really really my anxiety was through the level and i struggled to get i, I couldn't go out ian i really couldn't go out and this is where i'm at at the moment and i just want to speak to somebody do you know what I mean you speak you're speaking to us, mate. Why why couldn't you go out? Because of social distancing and where yeah. I am, nobody's nobody's really doing it, if I'm being honest. Right. People are really okay. taking okay. the mick. And I had to go to the chemist today if they won't deliver because obviously there's people out there who need it more than me. So I have to go yeah. I have to go out there, yeah? yeah. And pff, Ian, I I'm struggling. I, I I'm not going to start crying on your show. I'm not. But this is really, really... We might win an award. (laughs) Well... (laughs) We might win an award, Dean. We'll cut this bit out where I'm telling you to cry, but you might help me and Kath get another award. Well, bring me back tomorrow and I'll cry at 10 (laughs) o'clock. But you understand the score. I can wake up in the morning. I wake up in the morning and I'm all right. But by 2 o'clock... I'm in tears. By three o'clock, I can yeah. eat something. By four o'clock, yeah. I'm a mess again. And this is what yeah. I'm at. And when I'm watching these messages, I've just recently got divorced. I'm all over the place, pal. I just don't know oy, oy, oy. what's going on. 
you've gone for the double whammy, the divorce and the global pandemic. My God. When you say these messages, what messages? When, when you, like, you go out for your once a day walk. Do you know what I mean? I'm struggling to leave the flat because obviously, you know what I mean? I can get my, like, you know, like the once a day walk where you're allowed to go out. That yeah. is why I'm struggling to go out. I won't go out because I'm like, the anxiety, come on, you know the score, do you know? Yeah. I do, I do. Uh, are you are you uh, watching the news or listening to the news at all? Well, I'm I'm listening to this radio station from about six thirty in the morning right through till I right. my battery runs out at night. But can I may I make a suggestion that's going to sound weird? No, of course, go on. Don't listen to it. Switch it off. <coughs> Switch it off. Switch what it can off. I do? And I'm not joking. Uh, <clears throat> well, well. Switch what can I do? Because I got nobody else, then, have I? I got nobody else. Uh, no, I, no, no, no. Yeah. You, oh, Dean, I got, su- I've got suggestions. I got suggestions. Don't listen to to the news. Don't listen to the phoning shows. As much as I respect, you know, Julia and Mike and all of those people, and they're doing great work while this is going on. For people like you and me, and for a lot of other people, it isn't going to help us. Okay, so I have, I have now stopped listening to the majority of phoning radio which breaks my heart because i love it what i'm listening to i'm listening to podcasts found some great podcasts that i didn't know about before i'm listening to radio 4 extra because it's like old comedies and old dramas and some of them are crap but it's people's i don't really care about the content what i want to hear i don't like music radio very much what i want to hear are people's voices i want to hear people talking and it doesn't matter that it's an old comedy from 1962 it doesn't matter it's a drama from 1993 i just want to hear people talking and i, I want to hear people talking army. great well then great then four extra is great i also want to hear people talking from when the world was normal from before this happened okay i want to hear people talking about making love and going to the shops and going to restaurants and being in pubs and i want that normality do you know the radio station 4 Extra? Um, to be honest, no, I've never heard of it, but I will look it up. I promise right. I'll look it up. Look it up. It's it's basically, you've got BBC Radio 4, and then you've got BBC Radio 4 Extra. And on 4 Extra, it's mainly old comedies, old dramas. That's it. They don't do any of the kind of the heavyweight news stuff that you get on Radio 4. It's just old stuff, and it's great. It is great. You might find some stuff that you like. You might get some stuff that you heard when you were a kid. You might find a lot of old crap on there. But it's just different from having people, experts on talking about coronavirus, people phoning in talking about coronavirus, news report. There's nothing we can do about it, Dean. You know what? How old are you, mate? 44. Right, same age as me. A little bit younger than me. We're going to be all right. You and me... Are probably gonna be all right physically. Probably, to got no guarantees. You, I think I, I, can I be honest with you? I think I had this in December because I had a nasty sore yeah. throat in December. I had, um, I, yeah. had, I had like I couldn't taste my Christmas dinner. I was all over the place. There you go. And this is this is when I was living in Yorkshire, but I put it down to work cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know there, I mean? there you go. There you go. And I think I think I might be coming out of it now. I don't know. We have no guarantee. You and me, 40, mid-40s, we're going to be all right physically. It's just everything else is completely screwed up and is weird, right? 
don't listen to the news don't listen to it maybe check in if you feel you need to maybe get like five minutes of news once a day it's not changing much it's not, I mean, the great news is things are slowing down in italy that's the good news of the day um and their numbers are dropping which is great but any more than that it's going to drive you if particularly if you've got anxiety like i have it will yeah. it will panic you and you don't need to be panicked and what i what i've seen you doing i think it's absolutely amazing and i just want to give you a big shout out for letting people like me have an opportunity to speak and obviously i'm i'm, I'm like starting to lose my like cry but i'm a 43 one yeah Dean, did you hear um we had a caller earlier on who who did a little meditation with us did you hear that i didn't hear it no i didn't know one one thing and you might feel silly doing it and if you feel silly who cares right no one's going to know but if you go on youtube and type in guided meditation there's loads of meditations where you know it's like some american dude going and imagine you're walking through a forest if you can get past giggling about it because it's a bit silly and just listen to it and follow the, the instructions might just help you a little bit man but honestly stay away from the news don't listen to talk radio um and, and it's gonna be all right it's gonna take a while but i promise before you it's gonna you go, be all right can I just ask, before you go can i just get you one thing yes mate does this dry yeah, hearing thing stop you know the like the, the, the dry hearing will it because I'm, I'm not, that is what's getting my nutting in the morning. When I first wake up in the morning, I'm getting like, I'm waking up and I'm getting the dry heaving and I'm getting like, it's the anxiety, it's, it's horrible. Do you know what I mean? I think if you, I think if you do a little bit of meditation, that will help. Um, and if it gets too bad, you can call 111. If it gets too bad, you just need to calm down a bit, Dean. You, you're just uh, getting a little bit too upset just calm down a bit you're a good man you've got this um and i know exactly what you're going through i had it over the weekend and i will have it again but right now i'm talking to you and everything's all right everything's all right this very second and that's all that matters that's right you're a good Thank man you. dean why don't you try and give us a call tomorrow or wednesday if you can do you know what i will take these tips on board and i will i will yes i will Everyone's rooting for you, brother. We'll speak to you soon, mate. Take care. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Thanks, Dean. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
Echo, you can't. You can't do it. Um, oh God, we got another hour of this rubbish to go. Another hour. It's been some show tonight, and that's been. Uh, we've had the real uh, smorgasbord of uh, of emotions tonight, from the uh, ridiculous to the heavy to the frivolous to the. Oh, I've got a big spot on my back. Problem you not Uh-oh. being here, Kath, is I, I can't bully you into squeezing it. <laughs> oh, well. Oh. We've all got our oh, crosses well. to bear. I'll, I'll drive over tomorrow. You can do it out the window with sticks, <laughs> with two-metre sticks. I don't think that qualifies as an emergency people, call. Tell people what's happening. Yeah, what's happening is um, Ian and I are in separate houses about an hour away from each other. I mean, I can't even switch the big light on and you won't be able to see it. Um, and uh, but we're trying to keep things as normal as possible. So uh, you know, as it has been for the last four years on Talk Radio, you can go up and talk to us about whatever you want. You know, if you want to talk about uh, the lurgy, that's one thing. But if you don't, that's also groovy. So oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Beautiful. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Good evening. Uh, best wishes to Dean, by the way. Now then, hello Ian, hello Catherine. Hello. Now, um, I hosted my first Zoom meeting tonight. Oh yeah, and, Zoom. Uh, he said Zoom, not Zoom, Zoom, yes. I had 12 uh, of my uh, friends from the fellowship join me and uh, it was a good meeting. However, there's a funny story. Well? Cause, yeah, I did actually. Um, good. It was good. And there were some really lives. good shares, especially as there was a... There was a new new person came in, and uh, that was really good. Mm. Um, but there was a funny story because yesterday I joined uh, a meeting in New York, and um, just to see kind of how it how it how it ran really, and it turned out unusually there were eighty one attendees, and um, some from Australia and somewhere else, and, and me from the UK. And um, the guy said at the beginning of the meeting, he said, oh, we'll have a reading and then, um, you know, we'll then have raised raised hands, meet, you know, raised hands meeting, uh, raise hands if you want yeah. to chair. So um, I thought that meant that I'll just raise my hand and you can see it in the video. <laughs> yes. No, no. Um, I didn't check my buttons oh. on the on the screen. And there's actually a raised hand icon that you have to press. Oh, 
So the Hummel. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> granddad. <laughs> oh no! Another senior moment. Another senior moment was this meet tonight's meeting. I've forgotten the password to sign in. And when I yes. um, re-signed in, I didn't realise I was re-signing in on an alternative email, which meant that I got Uh-oh. a meeting number changed for the now to go. Yes. So it was really a You're bit of a um, thing, but I managed to text and everything's okay. Um Good. So good. I hope, You're I doing hope. good work, man. This is what it's all about: staying in touch, carrying the message. This is, you know, I was, I had a great session with Chip, uh, who came in the show a month or so ago. He's my therapist, and um, we were, you know, saying uh, th- th- there's going to be a lot of people in recovery that struggle with this, and there will be a lot yeah. of people picking up and falling off the wagon, and there'll be a lot of people with mental health issues that get worse, and a lot of people that have never had mental health issues that will be struggling this is going to go on they say let's say let's say let's be optimistic say this situation comes to an end in 12 months time beautiful brilliant but the after effects of it are going to go on for years with people PTSD and that you know it's a big Mm. old thing and I said earlier Alistair I don't know if you heard people like you and me that are in a 12-step program we're Mm. a couple of we're a couple of um, paces ahead of everyone else because we've just got this program and this community and these suggestions that will help us get through it. We won't come out unscathed, but it puts us in a better yeah. position than a lot of people. I think so, absolutely. And for anyone listening out there who you know is thinking of joining AA, it's not for everyone, but if you are, then you can get onto an online meeting now. Uh, just look at the AA website and uh, it'll tell you how to find one. But yeah. can I just ask you both a question, um, if you don't yes. mind? It's uh, sure. it's kind of a personal question, but um, uh, obviously other people's experiences might be different. Okay, one I was the... 17. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? One of the better uh, things one may argue about this uh, current period is parents or parents are spending more time with the kids is that your experience uh kath you, you go first because you're spending more time because you'll live obviously live with your girls so it's slightly different yeah. for you than it is for me uh it, it is and i'm enjoying spending the time with them it's not but that doesn't mean to say they don't get on my nerves sometimes and i have to sort of, of you know um oh. find them something else to do or get you know put them in the garden for half an hour a day obviously for their exercise and stuff and they are bouncing off the walls they're two growing girls you know one is uh, eight and one is 11 and they get on each other's wick as well and so you know it's it's balancing all that stuff but actually all in all i find having them here helps me because i can concentrate on making sure they're all right and so i can take myself out of myself and and stopping myself getting in a slump if you know what i mean they're my little distractions. Um, although sometimes, yeah, I have to say, uh, I'm just going to go upstairs I for half an hour. <laughs> I'm terrified of the boys coming this week because I'm really worried about keeping them active and entertained. Yeah. And I'm worried about food. And I've, I've got food. I've got a nice delivery coming tomorrow. And I'm going to make... I'm going to cook a roast. I haven't cooked a roast for ages, but I've got, I'm going to cook a roast, roast chicken, and I'm going to make a beef casserole, and we're going to order Domino's one night, and we're going to have some frozen ready meals one night, and we'll do jacket potatoes. You know, so we're going to, 
I'm, I'm, I'm worried, and I'm worried partly because we have been so spoiled all of our lives in that you can pop out any time and go, oh, shoot, I haven't got any bread in. Just going to go and get some bread. Oh, yeah. no, I haven't got... And we can't do that now, particularly with young kids, because I don't want to take them to a supermarket, you know, because it is not safe. Yeah. It's not safe for them to go into a supermarket. That's mm. where we're at. And I think what it is, is having to re-educate ourselves this is the new normal and um that you know i've already warned them you're going to come around and you're going to be bored for bits of it thank god for Fortnite, yeah. but we ain't playing Fortnite all the time i've got board games i've got some bits and pieces to do i've got some card games but you're going to be bored you're going to know boredom and that is actually a good thing because i think from boredom can come great creativity um but I'm nervous about it. You know, it, it, they don't live with me, obviously. They live with their mum, and I know that she is finding it hard without giving away too much. But she's coping and coping brilliantly. It's different. It's different. Mm. And But also, school is there. School is there for more than just teaching kids. It's to also, you know, get them to interact with other people. It's also to give the parents a break. So... It's different. I don't know. I kind of keep thinking this is their equivalent of. Um, oh, I've forgotten the word. What was the word when they used to send kids off in the war? Being evacuated. Evacuated. This is their equivalent yeah. of being evacuated. You know, it's different. Probably not as intense. Um, probably not as distressing. But this is their thing that when they will tell their kids about and you know like my nan would tell me about being evacuated and you go yeah whatever they'll tell their kids about it and their grandkids go well there was yeah. there were six months when we couldn't go to school you know schools were closed because oh it wasn't safe imagine we couldn't go to the imagine shops. in in sort of t 20 30 years time when their kids or their grandchildren are saying things like oh, i'm bored you don't know boredom you don't know when you've yeah. got it good and they and they'll be Alistair, right listen i'm gonna <laughs> Uh, Alistair, I'm going to move on. Thank you. But okay, stay tuned because you're going to like this bit. Thank you, mate. Nice to talk to you. David, stay there. We're going to come to you in a bit. 0344 499 1000. Let's have a quick break. Then when we get back, we're, speaking of kids, one of Catherine's children has made something very, very special for you, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Boyley, why don't you tell us what little one little one's done for us, and then when you're ready, I will hit play. All right, then. I think this is the fourth, the one of these that she's done, but um, she did a few in quick succession last year, maybe the year before, and then um, life got in the way. Well, she's got plenty of spare time now, and I suggested she might get back in the habit. So, um, at the lower schools, uh, the junior schools, some of the kids are learning about mindfulness and meditation. And um, I asked her to explain it to me, and um, she did it so well. Oh, excuse me. I've Sorry. got her to make her own. <laughs> and so she's made you one. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe it'll help. It's three minutes. Um, I, and uh, yeah, she tried her best with it. So um, here's a little bit of meditation from her. It's me again, here to bring you a little moment of zen amongst the madness. Let's all take some deep breaths before washing our hands with the soap of serenity. Breathe in. Breathe out. 
breathe out. The soap of serenity isn't that scratchy stuff that makes your hands all monstrous and scaly. It's soft and gentle, feels like heaven. Now let's imagine dipping our hands in a bowl of clear, warm water. Doesn't that feel lovely? <laughs> now we reach for the soap of serenity, which is a little pink bar in the corner. Can you see it? As you rub it against your hands, you can smell the wonderful perfume of rose petals that they used to make it. Feel the lather getting creamy in your hands. Make sure you cover the front and back and in between your fingers. Don't forget your thumb and the palms of your hands. Some people think we should sing happy birthday twice, but I think we should concentrate on our breathing, don't you? Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Each time you breathe in, you smell the roses. Isn't that lovely? Now our hands are nice and clean, we should put them back in the nice warm water to wash the soap off. Again, breathing in. Why don't you use a blue fluffy towel to dry your hands? And for goodness sake, don't touch your face. Well, that's the end of this guided meditation. I hope you found it useful and your mind is nice and empty. I know mine is. Was, <laughs> I'm sorry was, about the night night weirdos thing. That's her favourite part. Uh, she's eight, right? Yeah. I think she might she's be Buddha. She? <laughs> she isn't. She spent the rest of the day in a very unzen like state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. She can do as many of those as she wants. They make, I oh, deliberately no, no. didn't listen to it when you sent it to me. I wanted to hear it fresh. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. She's uh, she's got such a naughty little uh, tone about her. <laughs> Tell her Good. thank you very very much. Let's go. We've got. Um, hmm. Let's go to David before we go to Dave. This is uh, the Dave hour of the show. Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Good evening. Good evening, Kath. You're right. Good. E Good evening. Mm. Right. Kath, uh, do, you, do you want to ask? Hang on a minute, David. Catherine, do you want to ask the question about the phone? 
Oh, you're not on answer phone, uh, speakerphone, are you, love? I am, I Do you want to, to knock it off, right? <laughs> come, come closer. Knock it off, David. Put your mouth uh, near yeah, the hole. Can you hear me better Beautiful. now, right? Beautiful. Perfect. Can you hear me, mother? <laughs> I can, huh? <laughs> what have you got for David? Say, what I'm saying, uh, have you been on TikTok? I've seen a good one on TikTok today. This <laughs> woman went, went into uh, a, a supermarket, yes. right? And it, it says to the woman, uh, this car's blocking me in, like, and you get it registration number, and uh, registration number is in BJ, so you can imagine what it was, can't you? The registration number was what? Finished in BJ. Last two letters were BJ. Like blowjob? Correct, yes. Blimey. And she read it out about three or four times, never realised what she was saying oh, on, on, on back, no. on PA and that. Outrageous. Out what are you doing on TikTok, David? I went on TikTok, TikTok and it gave me a migraine. I couldn't understand it. Oh, they have some, uh, they have some good things on it, right? Brilliant. Like what? What what have you seen on there? Well, that's one example, right? I'm not, right. I'm not looked, I can't remember them all, right? But uh, I usually go on YouTube and listen to Bernard Banning. Do you like Bernard Banning? Um, he's not really my cup of tea. I've seen I met him Bernard live. Manning. I've seen him live yeah, in London. I mean, yeah, he, he, he was a joke machine. I did um, The Weakest Link with Bernard Manning. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know you did that, right? Yeah, you have met him. He was, you know. He's nice funny. He was hilarious. Mate, Chubby Brownies. Have you, have you heard Chubby Brown, oh, God. Oh, I, do, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like Chubby Brown quite, you know, I'm not a fan. He swears, of, uh, he swears a bit, bit too much, though, doesn't he? But he, he likes the C-bomb a lot, doesn't he? Chubby Brown he throws does, the yeah. C-word out. He does, yeah, that's trouble with him, but uh, he's mm. quite funny, right? He's just popular, like, Just like it? Catherine. What? <laughs> Kathy's always chucking the C-bombs, David, and I, so I don't need to hear it anymore <laughs> if at all possible that, that, how are you I, doing I, mate are you all right i don't know but uh are you, are you coping with this then this uh, up and down up and down I, I don't mind the staying in so much you know it's kind of my lifestyle um yeah. but I, I i get sometimes i get very scared about what's going on and i get I know, fearful. i know what you mean the thing is Right, ninety percent of us could get it. You know what I mean? That's it's a lot of people that eight out of ten, isn't it? But but they also think that out of those people that get it, some of them won't even know that they've got it. A lot of oh, them yeah, won't even yeah, know they, that they've got they, it, and most people will have very mild symptoms. So still you know, strange, I, isn't uh, well, yeah, I, I try and avoid the numbers because it, it gets very confusing for me if I start thinking about numbers, then think about the size of the world and then all of that stuff. Do you know what? I'm probably going to be all right. And if I can be completely honest, I'm making more money than I was two months ago because oh, I'm yeah. saving 100 quid a week on petrol. So I'm actually profiting <laughs> out of this in a weird well, uh, way. But And generally, I'm okay. Right this second doing the show, boom, I'm all right. But I've been—I was scared over the weekend, David. How about you? Well, it's a bit frightening, isn't it, when you think about it? But like I said, there's a mild strain and the severe strain. If you get the mild strain, you're okay. But get the severe strain, it's oh, oh well, it's uh, oh, I, I don't, isn't it? you know I don't know if it's, I know there are two strains. I don't think it quite works like that. But 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 I, I don't think there is a mild and a severe. I I, I think it's just. It um, depends on your fitness. It also depends. David, thank you so much. 0344 499 1000. I read an. I don't want to talk about it too much. I'll, I'll read about um, a pervert in a minute. I read an interesting thing that John Ronson tweeted, and I don't know 
No, I don't know if this is true. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, we're not in the, I'm not going to say it, but it was interesting. But I'll tell you privately, Catherine, but we're not in the, okay. the, the arena of spreading rumours. Catherine, say hello to Dave for me, please. Hello, Dave. Hello, Kath. I think I'm going to read social services. The, yeah. soap, <laughs> the soap of serenity. The soap of serenity? Obviously, hand washing is on her upstairs, mind. Listening, she isn't sitting upstairs listening to Frank Zappa records, smoking <laughs> a <doobie. laughs> Don't. I mean, it's a matter of time, frankly, Dave. It's a matter of time. Uh, yeah, I got really angry earlier on at one of your callers. I do apologise. <laughs> we'll, we won't let him call again. I promise, mate. I'm sorry. It was David Backcock and his Hoover, what his wife in a Hoover bag or whatever it was. Um, mm. No, it was the guy who said that it was kind of about um, the NHS workers aren't really looking after old and disabled people. Um, I think I, have, um, I don't know if you saw that clip earlier today of a, of a paramedic being applauded by a street when she went out for work. Yeah. And uh, she got in her car and drove away. And more, I know Twitter isn't the world, but um, maybe on Twitter said, "Oh, she's got a nice car, so you know she's probably you know probably earning a bit." So we should be that grateful to her. Um, and I think it, there's a lot of division at the moment. Actually, there isn't because I've been out quite a lot because I'm still going out because um, I have to. And um, there's a lot of not. There's people being really respectful, and I don't really recognise what another caller said earlier about supermarkets. But you know, that's that's her, you know, experience. But there are tons of people, and it's not just the NHS workers. And quite rightly, they're getting the big thumbs up. But it's the cleaners in the hospitals that are doing stuff, and it's the police who might be getting things wrong now and again. But they're only, you know. Um, you know they don't make the laws. They only, you know, and most of these laws have been made on the hop and on the on the thing. And um, yeah, it got re- I got really ranty earlier on. <laughs> I've come back down a bit now, but I think it's a yeah, you know, there's a lot of division about, and it's you should, we shouldn't be dividing each other and saying, oh well, those people deserve it. I think we all sort of, you know, yes, there's got to be control, and but um, oh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> No, I know exactly what you mean. It's that thing we were talking about earlier on, Ian, about uh, starting to look at each other with suspicion and um, and like, uh, you know, we should fear each other and we, we should compete with each other. That's I, the slippery slope, isn't it? I think it's a hangover from the whole Brexit stuff where we, we, mm. we, we divided, we split almost 50-50 and it got very, very nasty and it got very, very toxic. And I still see some of the people who were... Very, very angrily adamant that we had to leave Europe. The, the, you know, the, the very aggressive people mm. are now, uh, some of them are being very aggressively anti police, um, uh, anti this is a serious condition. Some of them are very upset at the the laws, the rules that have been put in place to protect Mm. people, calling it out as a conspiracy, calling it out as a way to control us. It's no it's it's no worse than the flu. The police are being heavy handed. And all right. okay, there there may be a few situations where the police are being heavy handed, but this is new for them as well. Who knows? There may even be one or two of them that are getting getting off on it. Who knows? But this is a new situation for them. And the rules they are quite vague there is no specific 
you know, it's set of instructions they can follow. No. And they are putting their lives at risk by trying to break up people that are doing stuff. And do you know what? If a copper tells you to move on, do it now. You move, yeah. Do, a, do it. Make a complaint later. You know, make yeah. a, look, maybe go home and make a complaint. Or in six months, 12 months' time when this is done, look back and go, well, was that heavy-handed? Or, you know... If a copper tells you to move on now, you might as well just move on. That's mm. that's me, and I always do what coppers tell me to do anyway. I still, I st I'm one of the, the, those people that has – I question them now, but I have an inherent respect for coppers. That's the way I was brought up. It's, it's not completely unquestioning as, as perhaps it was, but, I, you know, mm. I, I respect them. There are still people that want to create division, and, and, and but I think it's smaller than Brexit. I think it is, it is a minority. Um and we just i don't know i don't know dave it's a it's a really weird moment in human history and and loads of people have pointed this out right if loads of people die um there'll be what, what what a disaster why did you know this is was handled awfully if mm. not many people die or not as many as we've been told might die yeah, it go, won't oh, be, yeah well you know it was all a put-up job and it wasn't that serious it was all a put-up job it was a, it was a left-wing conspiracy it was mm. you know it was it wasn't as bad as we were told it was mm. You know, you can't win. I, do I think they're handling it brilliantly? N not really, but they certainly handle it better than bloody Trump is, who seems to <laughs> want to kill hundreds of thousands of people. That's insane. Uh, Here's the thing, and I'm not going to say that on the radio, but you know, it's 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 nuts. And I know, he, get this, Catherine. Um, yeah. What what is what are, what are you now, David? What did you you got a document saying you're a, you're a, a key, I'm a, you're I'm a, a, a vital <laughs> a vital part of protecting the uh, yeah the um, the public. Public service, yeah. <laughs> because oh, we're always going to need middle-aged yeah. men to talk about vinyl. We're always yeah. going <laughs> to need that, Dave. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I go in there. I say, oh, have you seen the latest, uh, you know, reissue that they're putting out? Um, but thanks for playing. Um, we all stand together earlier. Um, it's good, isn't it? Because that was all, that, and that still is a thing that people beat McCartney around the head with. They say, oh, yeah. you know, what's he going to play the frog song? Um, and I think if it wasn't for the video. People wouldn't would just treat that song as the absolute piece of genius it is. I mean, it's the oh, man it's better than Eleanor Rigby. Oh yeah, this is the man who you know can't read music. Um, you know, yeah. he, you know, taught himself to play the guitar, and he's writing stuff like that. You know, the strings oh, on that, the choral stuff. It's astonishing, and I, you just you know, it just uh, one of those things that another thing that really annoys me is uh, people who just beat you around the head with that. That you know, to have something like that as you know the thing you've done wrong, you know, you know that people wish they had that something that good in their back pocket, you know. But uh, there you go, another person we're going to meet. People you know. won't recognise that for the no. that's genius. That song is no. genius. And hmm. people won't recognise that until he's dead. I'm afraid, yeah, and I don't, you know, I'm yeah. not wishing that on him. When when he's dead, people will go, hmm, maybe it's time to reevaluate the frog chorus. No, listen to it now. It's flipping mm. brilliant. It's better than yeah. Eleanor Rigby by a country yeah. mile. It's unique. Yeah. Imagine releasing that as a pop single in the mid '80s. What what? And that's when what, he was a bold choice. A bit, wasn't he? Really? Uh, yeah. Popularity yeah. wise, you know. Um, but uh, oh, and thanks for playing the Rick Moranis track earlier on. <laughs> Was that you that pointed me in the direction? Yeah, yeah, of that? yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, so it's it, it just it, it, it sums it up perfectly where we are. Dave, nice to talk to you, mate. Take care. Bye. Oh three four four. Thanks, you, mate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's have a quick break. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So. 
I've been avoiding newspapers. I haven't read a newspaper since we've been doing the show from home, Kath. And do you know what? There may have been a few shows before that when um, we were in work and I wasn't reading newspapers. But I was out today. I went to the Petty Station. It was a vital journey. I needed chocolate. I oh, had to have some mate. chocolate, man. I had to have some chocolate. And I thought, I'm going to buy a newspaper. So I bought the Sunday Sport that was well, uh, I mean, from yesterday. Is that a newspaper? <laughs> That's more of a comic, isn't it? Now, yes, there are a lot of boobs in there. Eight-page <laughs> lockdown special, babes strip off at home. But ah, porn for cowards. There are there are some news stories in there, and I thought I'd share them. Now, unfortunately, Brilliant. I can't share most of them because they're too obscene. <laughs> <laughs> the one about Harvey Weinstein and uh, getting coronavirus, there is a conspiracy Gosh. theory he may have done it deliberately. I can't tell you why, but <clears throat> I've got a couple of the stories I can do. 0344 499 uh, Here's a story from the sport. PM, we need brave Phil at Cobra meetings. Brave TV star is drafted in to support government during these difficult times. Coronavirus victim PM Boris Johnson has invited brave telepresenter Philip Schofield to attend COBRA meetings to help advise the government on how to be brave during the coronavirus. Brave Phil, 57, who bravely came out as a gay last month, oh, will God. also advise... Sorry? Again? Will also advise... Min yes. Will also advise ministers on how to persuade the country to be brave as the death toll soars. A government source said, the PM was slightly concerned that as the virus reaches its peak in a couple of weeks, there may be a few wobbles, both inside the government and in the country as a whole. The last thing the nation needs right now is ministers leaping from their office windows in Whitehall, gibbering about Armageddon with their underpants on their heads. So he asked the cabinet, who's the bravest man in Britain? There were a few suggestions which were all considered and rejected. Then a tea lady piped up. What about young Pip Schofield? Very brave man. Very brave indeed. <laughs> Boris threw his arms in the air, yelled something in Latin and declared her a genius. The cabinet secretary was sent off to ring Philip Schofield, but I believe a junior civil servant had to explain to him who Philip Schofield is. It's... Um, uh, it's thought that if Brave Phil takes on the role, he'll give members of the Cobra Emergency Committee a pep talk before each meeting. Our source said he'll also be asked to give each new government measure a bravery rating. It's clear that when it comes to bravery, Phil Schofield is the go-to man. So very brave. Brave Phil, already a national treasure, won the admiration of a nation when he bravely took to Instagram to pro when he bravely took to Instagram to post a brave message bravely <laughs> revealing he was a gay he later <laughs> bravely sobbed on co-host Ruth Langsford and that's the end of the story wow okay. uh, uh, Amy no we don't do a handover with Daryl we can't stand the scumbag um, here's another oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand uh, perverts disgraceful demand if I can't oh smell bottoms I want compo <laughs> this is a Sunday Sport exclusive by Simon Dean Britain's most notorious seat sniffer has demanded compensation from this and if this doesn't get people angry I don't know what will 
Britain's most notorious seat sniffer has demanded compensation from the government because the virus lockdown has put the mockers on his vile hobby. Dirty Clinton Denison says that the strict restrictions on people's movements imposed by now infected PM Boris Johnson are driving him up the wall. Denison of Crew Cheshire whined, what buses there what buses there what buses there are sorry what buses there are running are more or less empty and nobody's leaving their bikes outside shops no oh, bus God. seat to sniff no saddles to sniff nobody <laughs> is out and about for me to sneak a quick sniff of their bottoms <laughs> worst of all i'm stuck in my flat i've tried to sniff my own seat but it's just not <laughs> the same it's like trying to tickle yourself utterly pointless now, now, perverted Denison, 34, has demanded financial compensation to make up for the fall-off in, in sniffing or snurging, as it's snurging. called, in deviant circles. Snurging. <laughs> and he's launched an online petition, which, as Sunday Sport went to press last night, had attracted seven signatures. <laughs> He said, <laughs> Boris Johnson is throwing money all over the place. He must be able to find a few million for the snurging community. We're suffering here. Denison even claimed the PM was deliberately snubbing snurgers because of an altercation last year. He said, Boris had just got out of his official car. He'd only just been made PM. And I ducked in for a sniff of his still warm seat. He said something like, well, gosh, that's a bit rum, and tried to pull me out. There was a, there was a bit of a scuffle before his security men waded in. They said I was lucky not to get shot. Boris what? has it in for us snurgers. <laughs> <laughs> that is broken Britain right there. That is it, and that is the, uh, that, those are the only... Snorri, no, Roger. The, Rod, I've read some of the other stories on my Twitch stream, and no, the one, the, none of the other stories. I'm afraid uh, I'm allowed to broadcast on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was one about the. It's the best. Oh my god! Coffee. It's the best. It's the best one pound twenty I've spent in ages. I, honestly, I felt so low yesterday, and I was reading that, and I, I was tears streaming down my face. I was reading that. It's. I mean it's it's so it's like viz it is like viz so yeah. much like viz that i've ordered i've signed up to viz for six months but why the hell have not <laughs> yeah i have actually i have I, I, it reminded me of viz so much i thought i might as well subscribe to viz well. i might subscribe to the sport it is um it is a work of art oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call Catherine, have you have you brought anything to this party because i yeah suddenly suddenly it was quarter to ten i thought oh shoot i haven't i haven't done anything i haven't got any preparation all right well uh let's have a look at the daily star that's what i always turn to when i need cheering up um uh, and, and porn for cowards apparently the loch ness monster bigfoot and the surrey puma creatures that have never been proven to exist but continue to live on in legend i love how the surrey puma has made it to that shortlist <laughs> never heard of it before 
It's easy to write them off as mere myths, but what more than one mythical creature has later been found to be real. Sea serpents were thought to be sailors' tall tales until the oarfish was catalogued by science in 1772. Right, they're trying to convince us that there might be something to this. Brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> oh, hang on, they're going to go on. The rarely seen fish growing to 26 feet in length is a good match for mariners' tales of monstrous serpents. Le- no, it looks like it looks like someone um, um, battered a dolphin. That's what it looks like, the oarfish. Anyway, panning down. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, you're still going on about that. Puma and Link, blah, blah, blah. Several other mythical creatures on the brink of discovery. The thylacine, or Tasmanian tiger, is carnivorous marsupial that was once widespread across Australia. It became extinct on the Australian mainland, at least according to conventional scientific it became wisdom. What? You said You said extinct. Est- you, you didn't extinct. say that. You said extinct. You said extinct. <laughs> it became extinct. Well, I'm looking at it. It looks like you a stripy st- dingo. <laughs> stripy, stripy what? Dingo. <laughs> but I thought they were extinct. <laughs> this is what I thought it was. This is what I thought it was. Right, the headline to this says, Africa's Loch Ness Monster, dinosaur, dinosaur called Michele Mbebe, lives in the jungle, right? Which is what I was into. I can't find anything about Michele Mbebe. <laughs> I mean, I could look down and see if I can find Michele Mbebe. Michele Mbebe. Here we go. The wildest tale in cryptozoology. By the way, Daily Star, that is a Swiss because this is right far down. The wildest tale in cryptozoology <laughs> is of the Michele Mbebe. A messy like dinosaur lurking in the depths of the Lake Bangwalulu in Zambia. The beast, long part of local legend, was supposedly seen by European explorers in the early part of the 20th century. German adventurer Paul Gratz called the Nisanga a degenerate saurian which might well confuse with a crocodile no, where not that no, the skin has no, no scales and its toes no, are armed with No, you can't do the voice. I can. You cannot do the I voice. Can. I can. You another can't. German explorer. Oh, good. Another German explorer of the period, Ludwig Freiherr von Stein zu Lausnitz, described an unknown animal of a brownish grey colour with a smooth skin. Its size is approximately that of an elephant, at least that of a hippopotamus, and is said to have a long and very flexible neck. Lauren Coleman, though, I don't know who Lauren Coleman is, but he's quite a big part of this. Thinks those tentacles shine, and Macaulay <laughs> is probably an unknown species of aquatic rhinoceros. So that's that sorted. <laughs> There's a bit more. Lauren goes on to say the mysterious creature has even been photographed in Lake Tele, the Republic of Congo, by the Herman Ruigesters exhibition in 1981. Sadly, says Lauren, and I, because I skipped it, I don't know where he's from. So I'm going to say. <laughs> American. Most people don't hear about the Roigesters, his expedition, nor the evidence he brought back, because the African-American adventurer has been widely ignored, even by many other cryptozoologists, simply because he was black. Former aerospace engineer Rigusters had a press conference on his return where he and his wife insisted on some old (laughs) bollocks. (laughs) Some old bollocks. That they observed the dinosaur-like creature on several occasions in late October and early November when they were accompanied by officials from Ghana and the Republic of Congo. 
Uh, unfortunately, the weather conditions were so poor that the one photo of the creature about the size of two hippos that they snapped is very out of focus and therefore not admissible. Oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> Nevertheless, said Ray Gustas, we're not placing the whole importance of our expedition on a couple of seconds of possibly photographing the animal. No, I bet you're not. The truth of the Makeli Umbebe is so mixed up in local legend that it's hard to be sure what the grain of truth at the centre of the story might be. I think I might know. <laughs> a local pygmy village <laughs> tell the story of how they killed they a Makeli Umbebe so that was preventing them from fishing in 1930. They allegedly encircled the beast, speared it to death and cooked it. Again, no ev. Oh. But after a feast to yeah. celebrate the historic victory, oh, all those who ate the flesh of the Mikeli Mbebe died. I bet they did. It was in 1930. They will all be dead. There are certainly photographs of large footprints that defy easy explanation, as well as numerous eyewitness reports. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that. That's that sorted, ladies and gents. The Mikeli Mbebe <laughs> is out there. <laughs> Tell them that story again. They love it. Tell them that story oh, again. I've gone a, That's what happened there. I've gone a little bit hysterical with uh, <laughs> with this. We've got another. Listen, we've got six minutes. Um, yeah. No one's calling in. I tell you what, what we'll do, um, Amy. Last six minutes of the show, and I know we have to be out fifty-eight thirty. Bang on. Uh, Daryl's on at one o'clock, and he will carry on taking your phone calls. Why um, don't you read the story about the drive-through? Kind of, in? I cannot read the story about the drive-through. I, I, can't, I can't. I cannot. It's too. It's too rude. It's too rude. Look. Look at me growing. Look at me mature. Let's. Wow. Let's get the contract signed off for another twelve months. Then I'll read the story about the drive-through. Okay. <laughs> save it. Save it. Okay. Um. Let's. Let. Uh, we'll take calls straight to air. Last five minutes of the show. We. Okay. We. We may get nothing out of this. You know. It feels like you've. You've all said, what you wanted to say. But if you've got five minutes. Amy, you can relax for a bit. And by the way, thank you so much for your help tonight. And I know this is weird for you and for Sam, but you've, you've both done amazing, amazing jobs. Um, but five minutes, 0344 499 1000. If you just want to phone up, make a silly noise, shout something, let cry, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. We'll do it now. Don't swear, don't be libelous, don't be racist. Um, but we've just got five minutes to express yourself as, as, as we, we enter the second week of official lockdown kind of the third week for a lot of people of, of, of working from home and maybe you're thinking oh man i gotta get up in a few hours with the kids and it does it does very strange things to your mind so if you just want to let it all hang out baby now's the chance oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand and also if you don't want to let it all hang out, that's absolutely fine as well. You know, we're kind of steering from Monday into Tuesday and, and, and Daryl's coming up in a few minutes. And if you just want to sit back and relax and enjoy the fact that me and Catherine are sat about an hour apart from each other, but we're here and that there are people all over the country, all over the world, in fact, who are listening right now. And they're not listening to anything because, you know, these words don't really have any kind of import. You know, there's no, this is not content as such. But, but, but right now when we're all feeling very isolated and we're, a lot of us are feeling very lonely and confused and scared, it's just nice to think that there's probably 
a few tens of thousands of us right now all over the world some in bed some sitting on the balcony whatever all just kind of connected together by this weird silly dumb little radio show that we do and if you want to talk to those people you've got three minutes to do it let's go to line one line one you're on the wireless good evening hello my name good is evening my name. line one hi good evening my name is martin um enjoying your hello, show martin. this evening always a good relaxation and uh, thank you just needing to say um, i'm a guy that has run a small business for some 45 years and Tomorrow we shut due to this uh, hideous virus situation that we all find ourselves in. And it's the first I'm time really sorry, that Martin. we've had something along those lines that uh, is outside our control. We have, we have 10 guys we, we look after normally and the balance between staying working and the pulls of being safe have been uh, inordinate. Um, and uh, it's amazing how whatever side of the fence you're on in this dilemma, someone is praising you and someone else is knocking you. And it's, uh, it's a very so. challenging situation for all, I think. Martin, thank you for that. I wish you the very, very best of luck with that. And I think you've spoken for thousands of people, m m the hundreds of thousands of people across the country who are going through something very, very similar. And I, I, I really appreciate you reminding us of that and I, I, I wish the very best of luck thank you martin and, and, and maybe we'll talk again soon line three you're on the wireless hello you're on the air yep you're on the air am i allowed to give my own radio show a little plug um do you know what go on why it's not a, it's a music program it's one hour long it plays a little bit of rock and a little bit of class it's called the alan J show it's on twitter and facebook if you want to go and listen to it Thank you very much indeed. It's on Twitter, guys. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. And you're off the air. Let's go to line... Why won't that click? There we go. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi. That's quick. Hey, Sonia. We've got about 40 seconds left of the show. One second. Alexa, off. Right. Well, I I good evening to you both, anyway. You've got about 30 seconds. All right, all right, all right. You said a number, phone number, that you listened to, um, and it was something for uh, BBC4. B BBC four Radio 4 Extra. Right, I put that on. Okay? Yeah. About 10, 12, you said that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Corona because that program scares me. It's about two oh. scientists in a car crash. Oh, so, Sonia, we're out of time, I'm afraid. We'll have to find out about what, whatever it was that scared you. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much, Amy. You've been brilliant. Stay tuned, dear listener. Coming up next, it's the brilliant Daryl Morris. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.